Good morning, people. It is the, no, it's not. It's Monday, the 9th of October. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favorite news platform and always the home of popular culture. And I am one of your lovely hosts for today, Martin Royalty. And they call me Eman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Always. God forbid the day, a day the melanin is not jam-packed. <laughs> I mean, the world is upside down. I'm telling you. I mean, the world has ended. Hmm. Can't have that. Never, ever. Impossible. How's everyone this lovely morning? We're tango. We All are. good. Thank you. Excuse me? <laughs> All good. Thank you. All good. Love that. Love that. Um, How are you? I'm good. I had an event for a weekend. First of all, we got Kelechi. Yes, okay. I broke my Kelechi. No, I broke my Say Your Mind virginity. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went to a live show. Sick, sick. Really good. Mm. She's brilliant, man. Yeah. She's yep. absolutely brilliant. I was that front row. She's absolutely brilliant. So that was a lot of fun. And the community she's built as well, they're so lovely. Mm. Like I made two friends. Oh, nice. They're, yeah, big up that. Um, also met a lovely TDA listener. Big up Marie. Big up Marie. Really, really good vibes. Um, I know she's watching today. So big up Marie. Um, our TDA listeners are gorgeous, you know. Beautiful girl. And <laughs> she just gave like, I'm a kind person energy. Mm. She's so lovely. Uh, big up Marie. And then I went to Black East London. In Hackney. Okay, okay. Rather than wings that changed my life last time. <laughs> Went back for the wings. It's nice again, as I expected. Um, I think they're called Winger's Wings, something like that. Mm. But they were really good. That was fun. My weekend was just eating, man. It was a lot of food. Like, I still have food left. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and what did I do? Oh, yesterday brunch. That was fun. It's always a good time. Nearly fought yes. the restaurant manager. But, you know, <laughs> I'm here today. So that's great. <laughs> um, Yeah, that was my weekend. It's a chilled weekend. And then obviously gym. That's it, really. Did you mention the interview? Sorry? Did you mention the interview? No, I posted... Oh, no, I haven't mentioned it yet. It's happening this week, though. Okay, okay, okay. So, I will be interviewing Jackie Einar on Thursday at Black Tech Fest. So, if you're available, pull up. um, 11.15, main stage. It's going to be lit. I'm really looking forward to it. So, yeah, I posted that as well this weekend. Sick, sick, sick. Black excellence right there. Listen, amen to that. Amen. That's it. That's it. Amen to that. I'm really, really excited, man. I love Jackie Aino. So mm. this is, this is lit. Like, I haven't subscribed to her since I was in my teens. Oh, sick. So sick. look at God. Mm-hmm. From subscriber to interviewer. <laughs> Won't he do it? That's it. That's it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. How was your weekend? What did you get up to? That's right, man. Um, what did I do? What did I do? I didn't, yeah. do, I didn't do too, too much, to be fair. Yeah. You know, I went to see my parents and that, you know. Oh, my, nice. My little one there. Um... Yeah, didn't do too, too, too much. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right, man. What is she, what is she like, her, her grandparents? Like, does she get away with everything there? Kind of, you know. Yeah. She runs the grandparents. The yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's my niece and nephew when it comes to mine. I'm just like, I know you don't act <laughs> like this at home. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know you don't. Mm. And the grandparents really enable it. They do, 100%. Because they're, they're just so happy to see her, isn't it? Yeah, that's the well. thing. Yeah. Oh, my nephew's home when I go today. <laughs> they make me so happy. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, little kids just make me so happy. Yeah. Just make me stay, literally warm up my heart. And they're just characters and just how they are. And it's just, yeah, interesting. Brent, Gina, good morning, ma'am. Morning. How oh, are you? Can you send to her, please? I'm fine. Yes, of course you. I can. Hello. How's your weekend, ma'am? Are you inside, outside? What were you, what were you up to? Girl, I'm still. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no, um, what did I do? It's annoying me because Saturday I had a lot to do and my mind's gone blank. Oh, sorry, because you were talking about kids. It was my nephew's birthday. Oh my gosh, can I say your niece, 
she has grown. Sorry, I feel like she's sorry. Rattles me. I know she's like her internet niece. No, she is because I remember watching it from years ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh. gosh, no, that's not her. She's. I was a, like, how has she grown so she's much? She's a grown ass. She might as well start paying she's a girl. soon. <laughs> she's she's so huge. huge. She's grown up so much. She is. Like, she's literally, but like, do you oh, know what it adorable, was? I've man. actually missed her. And then like, when she walked in, she we ran to each oh, other. Wait, oh, that's like, so I sweet. I missed you. <laughs> that's so sweet. I know you're not really allowed to have favourites here, but I'm sorry. I'm just, she's, she's my favourite. Oh, I have a favourite. But she's that's my, not only Because she's my favourite. She's my first born though. Yeah, that's the thing. So I feel like I literally like... She literally was my first born. That's and your baby. at the time, yeah, my brother and his wife had to move in with us temporarily because they were having our housing issues okay. and they bought a house. So it's like... You've, got, like, you've seen her grow up. Like, yeah, you've taken care of her, everything. Everything. When so, I saw her, so I could not believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, girl. I don't even know her name. Her name's Avery. But I was like, Avery, that's a beautiful name. Yeah, I was Avery like, oh, she grows so much. Yeah, and do you know what's so funny about how... You know kids, like, when they talk, they're saying, yeah. and, 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 I'm just like... No, they love it, and. I'm like, <laughs> like calm, calm down! down. <laughs> but it's because they're so excited. Like, she's and so, then, and so then, enthusiastic. Like, calm down. Someone hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Elijah did it. And I was just like, ma'am, just, I'm breathe. here. Like, I didn't even exercise my, my niece. I'd be like, Zara, okay, wait, pause. Let's breathe. Like, she's so, and she's so, me. and she's so sensitive. Oh, my God. Aww. Oh, my goodness. She sound like me. She, no, as in, <laughs> let me tell you how sensitive she is. Yeah, she's so empathetic, right? <sighs> But it's funny because her little brother's a shit. Sorry, my nephew. You're like, no, Elijah is a little shit, and he does it on purpose. Like he, he's so, oh, so cheeky. Just, yeah. Like he's got such a cheeky face. Like he does everything on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like a year and a bit apart. Oh, so kind of. Yeah, they're like, they're back to back. Yeah, right. And um, he because he's naughty and he's naughty intentionally. We, me, and my sister always like we don't punish him, but like. It's like, Elijah, no, you're not getting this. Or like, okay, do you know the naughty yeah. corner kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. So if it's like distributing sweets or stuffy, I think there was a day when we were making cupcakes mm. and um, Elijah's being really naughty. So me and Jude were like, no, Elijah, you're not getting any, right? It's mm. only us that are going to have some. Avery started crying. Oh, started like, crying because we didn't give her a bra. She was like, because you're not giving a... She probably got emotional. Oh. But the crazy thing was, a couple of minutes before that, yeah, he pinched her or hit her or something. So she was being like, Elijah's hitting me, like being like, mm. you know oh, what I mean? So, she's so then, sweet. Then a second later, because we're not, because we told him off for that. That's mm-hmm. why we're like, you're not getting any. She's like getting upset. No, like, we got to protect Avery at all costs. I, like, like, I, I relate. I relate. I was like, we got to teach you some things. Oh, that's so sweet. This guy was not protecting you. Do you know what's so and funny? Now, mm. But it was cute. It was so sweet. I thought you were actually very, very empathetic. It's funny because I'm the same here. Because basically when my, um say I'm telling my little sister off, I can tell her off, right? But if I'm telling her, I'm like, oh, mom, like, Oh, really? mean it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Equally the same thing. I just told I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And then my sister's like, Adam, hey, hey, hey. We don't need to jump the kid kind of oh, thing. No, when my mom's telling off Georgia, I get my popcorn and everything. Nah, you're ridiculous. I'm there, like. I've got a sister like that. She's but, ready and she's like, I'll okay. Like, oh. And let me tell you what else she did. I'm like, you Literally. Too. Oh, that's what she's grown up so beautifully, no, she man. Has. That's so sweet. Like, she's literally my child. I thought, oh. That's so cute. So, whose birthday was it? It was my other nephew's. Okay. So, he's my other brother's. Mm. but he's really cute and it's because and I've got a really soft spot for him as well yeah because when he was born like we kind of thought he was on the spectrum because he took so long to start talking okay like literally so long but now he's so tall you know when you see someone and he literally makes me like every time I see him I get emotional oh because I'm just like yeah and he's so talkative and so like I think I'm even getting emotional yeah but he's like so when I see him I just get really like just smushy with it. I love it, man. Yeah. I pick up all the nieces and nephews are, are good kids, man. I they're love just them, so beautiful. Man. I love it. They are. It's just because they're not mine. 
I love, you know, that's I, the best part. I love being able to give them. I've back. got all the time to be the fun auntie, to yeah. be the best auntie. To I even want to. I was even going to tell my brother. I was. I had to rush out of church. Basically, I want to pick up my niece after school year and then take her out, like go for lunch or something. Because mm. I remember when I was younger mm-hmm. and I'd have like a nice uncle and auntie pick me up after school. It just it feels like a great it, day. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So I want to do that. I want to start doing that with her. Like Rambles, here and there. Rambles, sleepover. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. And she was Rambles, like, I don't wet the beds anymore. I was like, oh, oh great. I was, <laughs> I was like, great knees. It was like the first thing she told me. And then she's like, but Elijah still does. I said, like, he can sleep before she joins her. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's her job. <laughs> Nah, I love, I'll pick up nieces and nephews, man. It's so sweet. So, so adorable. So is that what you did this weekend? Just chilled? Yeah, I literally went there and then my cousin had a baby shower. Nice. So I went there and that's literally it. It was quite, yeah. very wholesome. That's very wholesome. You did announce the lineup for your event next oh, week? Oh yeah, I did. Um, do you know what? It looks so lit. I'm very... Mm. Um, I want to ask you a question about that, but okay. sorry. But I'm very like... I can't describe it, but this is just how I feel. Like yes. it's, it's, it's anxiety slash excitement slash it's a whole yeah. load of emotions. <laughs> I don't even know how to contain it. I feel you. But yeah. it's a lot. But mm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's in two weeks. Like how I remember when I was planning this from, mm. like I had the idea in March. So I'm mm. like, oh wow. And now we're here. Yeah, I know. In the shower. Can you imagine? It's lit, man. The shower, I always birth really good ideas in the bathroom. You know? I always have my best ideas Literally, in the bathroom too. 100%. There's that's something why, about it. This is why the French don't have no idea. <laughs> well, they're 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, that's why they steal ours. Thank you. Even better. We get the showers. Good hygiene. <laughs> Great ideas. Literally. But come on, they just wake up straight out of bed and steal the. It's crazy. No, it's all making sense. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Now it's gonna be lit, man. I'm looking forward to. It. I need to figure yeah. out my outfit. Do you know how many people I are saying? Look, do you know I how many people? Cute. You know how many people are saying to me like, "No, it's jokes." Someone was like, "Nah, not me shopping for an outfit." But these times it's gym wear and, okay. and, and new All trainers. Right. I said, "Calm down." I've, I've got to look cute, but also practical enough to work out and not crazy hot where I'm want to pass yeah, out whilst every, I'm working out. Taking it it's serious. I love yes. it. Like I'm super excited. No, I'm I'm really, like, it's gonna be. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I wanted to ask you because after the checks out. Afterwards, it's gonna be like, uh, like a party type thing. Yeah, you're asking me the same question to everyone. Yeah, what people gonna smell exactly? No, like, oh, kind of. But yeah, like, but yeah, like, no. is there gonna be like, are people gonna change or? Is... Okay, look, yeah. and this is exactly what I've said to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, look, see me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, whether I'm in the club, whether I'm at a date, I'm, I've got, I perspire. Mm-hmm. I have extremely high sweat. Like, I sweat a lot, mm-hmm. right? So it's in my head. I'm like, there's not much difference. For me doing a workout and because I'm a dancer, in it, I dance mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, so I'm gonna be sweating. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, yeah. And also, I'm like, everybody's on the same vibe. It's not like some people are gonna be. Well, obviously, there might be some people who don't work out here, but yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. collectively, mm-hmm. it's a workout on the same yeah. thing. Okay. So I don't think it's a thing where you have to think, oh my gosh, like I need to go home and change and whatnot. Yeah. And I've said if you if you are really conscious, I like just bring a change of clothes. Yeah. Mm. You're not gonna be clean. I'm not doing that. But because I mean, mm. what I just thought was I would not just, I wouldn't work the hardest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, you don't sweat too much. Yeah, you know I don't sweat too much. Yeah. If that, do you get what I mean? But I don't, I don't think it's going to be, like, like, some I, people, didn't, I didn't even think of that, you know? Yeah, but some mm. people are like, I'm meant to bring a change of clothes. I said, you can. I said, there's no shower though. I was like, mm. this is, we're in a nightclub. Mm. So I don't have showers yeah. in a nightclub. I said, but there's toilets. So I said, mm. get creative. I'm going to party with my gym leggings. I've never done that before. So You what? I'm going to party with my gym leggings. I can't, I'm not bringing a change of clothes. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> it'd be lit. You're even going to be in clothing that live, gives you free movement. Literally, you can stretch your legs like, and do splits. Free movement, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and most gym wear now is, what's it called? Dry fit. Mm. Okay, yes, soaking that's the sweat. true actually, that's true. I said, so realistically, 
Let's do this, y'all. We gonna be fine. Yeah, we've we'll we'll got this man. I mean, it is what it is. It's, I'm not gonna lie. This is the first of its kind, and it's so. It, <laughs> <laughs> it like, might not work. Figure out together. This is literally trial and error. Do you understand what I mean? Literally, I think you'll be fine. That I think you'll be calm. To be honest, yeah, I didn't. I, even, I actually didn't even think of that. You know, I think it will too. I really just thought we were gonna wear. <laughs> no, I, think of that. I hear it. I said I'm gonna obviously change though. I was like, just because my level of sweat is not. It's different. Cute. Yeah, and because okay, yeah. I'm every time, you know, when you're on stage and stuff, there's light. It's, yeah, it gets yeah, very, yeah. very, very, very. And you hot. gotta run around, jump around, yeah. interact. And even when like... I teach in the store, yeah, that small store, because mm. there's a screen behind me and it's really, really hot. Oh, because of really the light, the heat, yeah. I get so sweaty. It's ridiculous. Mm, I I was like, so I know that I'm gonna probably end up changing, but again, I'm just gonna change something else on. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be lit, man. I'm looking forward to it. Sure, I'm excited. Brent, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. Um, mm -hmm. Went to Kalechi's live show, obviously. Mm -hmm. Every single time, it's dope. Uh -huh. um, so, Kunle. Yes, um, okay. Big up, K. Yeah, big up, yeah, yeah. big up. Uh, saw the wonderful Jin and Gist. Big yes. up, big up. Big saw up the, the beautiful Marie. Oh, big up, big up. Beautiful, man. She was very, very good vibes. Um, and yeah, I ate Ayamashi. Oh, oh yes. yes. You did. Did you like it? So, what's the Ayamashi part? Is it the beans? No, 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 no. Beans is extra. So it was basically white rice, beans, and ayamashi. All right, cool. But the ayamashi is the sauce, is the stew. Yeah, yeah. Did you find it spicy? Nah. Good. Really? On a scale of one to ten, how much spice can you handle? Like, what's your level? You didn't find ayamashi spicy. A one to ten. Scale that one wasn't is spicy. Subjective. Mm. Mm? It wasn't spicy. Oh, been. okay. Because I thought if you don't find that spicy, that's good. Then you, I feel like you could have my mum's one. I'm still waiting for your mum's one. I'm got, you. Basically, Thank I've got some a few because it's it's. It's a process to cook in it. It's not like wake yeah, up and no just man. cook anyhow. It looks but like I feel it's like a, a lot of it is a process. But I'm off a few days next week. So what I'm gonna do, because ever since I asked you to cook, it's gonna start making a whole scene. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get the meat, cut mm -hmm. it, I'm gonna prep everything Make basically easy, and yeah. then get her to cook it. So God willing, next week you'll have some. God bless you. Yeah, it's nice though. How about a watchy? Oh, you wanna re-up? Look at you. <laughs> Personally, I've never tried a watchy, so I'm just waiting for the restaurant date. Oh yeah, we can't do that. But you want to know it was so funny. Yeah? I what? saw my friend at the baby shower and she was like, I was listening to TDA and <laughs> she was like, I've got a complaint. <laughs> Not a complaint. <laughs> she was like, we waited three hours. I said, girl. Oh, I said, honey. I said, did you go on a Sunday? She's like, yeah. I said, mm. three hours? Yeah, apparently everybody in the restaurant, like the but, whole. And we were talking about the cocktails. Uh, but you know. Hours. Yeah, but they oh, have to be yeah, drinking yeah, during exactly. that time. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah. I hope he didn't have that issue. No, he didn't. <laughs> you were getting cooked online, you know. Is it? Getting cooked. Rightly so. Because people were like, how can you go on a date and not Rightly look up so. where Sorry. you're going? Like, it's a great you point. It's a, it's a great point. Crystal um, made. Um, what do you mean? She call, Do you think she didn't call me? She, we, she, she called like, me yesterday <laughs> for discourse. <laughs> like, when I get a call from Crystal, I'm like, anything online, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, girl. We need to get her on, you know. Yeah, we she do. Yeah. Because, yeah. Gina, you lot spoke about this topic for an hour. Yeah. I said, wow, yeah, we yes, really right. did. And then um, we had our usual discourse. <laughs> wag. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's basically saying that um, it's an age thing. Mm. That, um, older men obviously are messing with younger girls and that's their mindset. So mm. start go. messing with proper. The girls are giving, yeah. his, his girls are seen as, oh, like he's got a lot of sugar to give. Mm. And he's trying to get some sugar, so. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize like each other, innit? <laughs> okay. It's an overload. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, but to be fair, the three-hour wait is giving Ghana time. Though. No, but this is what I said. No, it's very true too. It is, but it's not acceptable over here, though. I yeah. can accept that. In, I, I can't even accept it in Ghana, but I tolerate it because yeah. they know no better. You guys yeah. have no excuse. I actually, feel like, crazy. I actually feel like like um, it's an exaggeration. It can't be three hours. 
Well, she said, uh, yeah, she was just like, we waited two and I thought, and you stayed. That's crazy. And then she was like, oh, we asked for a refund. And they were like, oh, no, please. I said, mm. wow. Oh, no, please. What that does sound hell? like, but in Ghana, you're not getting a refund, boy. Wait, how refund small what, is this place? I don't understand. For the how food, but I don't want it no more. I'm waiting three hours, I'm so hungry. So you pay first for the food? Oh, do you pay first for the food? I don't know. No, I think she was like, they ordered on their phone. Again, I'm not okay. going to lie. Oh, I haven't okay. been, can I be honest? Obviously, because yes. we, we're fam, it's like, I don't sit in there and eat. It's a takeaway vibe. Do you get what I mean? Mm, or, mm. Oh. to be so fair. So we're going to dine in? No, we, I'm saying I've never dined oh, in. Okay, so you don't know the vibe. I don't know the vibe. It, yeah. So when she was talking about she, they ordered on their phone. So then after they tried to like get their money back, and I'm like, oh no, we're coming or whatever. And I was just like, mm. Yeah, I would have made a big scene anyway because that's well, not acceptable. I would get, I get hungry, like I get actual. No, so do I. The thing is, we just, I think we should just go. Not one, don't go on a Sunday because yeah. But although Sunday is probably the best day in terms of atmosphere and stuff, mm. you used to really feel like you're on a cra. But mm. it comes with a lot of <laughs> no, the cra. No, but do you know what I mean. I'm sure they have like a live band or like you know what I mean. The whole okay, so it gives the whole the full yeah, feel. Yeah, the full feel. But okay, I ain't waiting three hours. I love that. Absolutely not. Yeah, we'll let you guys know how, what how happens like when we go. Of course, if the food is free, so my yeah. review might be kept. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I'm trying, if I like the food, I'm trying to go back without Gina. <laughs> be recognised. <laughs> but all right, so Black History Month, as you guys know, big up Uganda. It's Uganda's Independence Day. So let's... Like I said, just said... Um, Happy Independence, Uganda. Uganda. Hornsbrand, Hornsbrand. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So the mighty country of Uganda got their independence on the 9th of October in 1962. Nice. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, so here's some interesting facts, right? It's the second largest landlocked country in the world in terms of population, right? Mm -hmm. It falls second only to Ethiopia. Apparently, it has one of the best settings for um, like the wildlife experience. So for like a first-hand wildlife experience, mm -hmm. Uganda is the place to go, apparently. Yeah, so you can see like the big five. So basically, the African um, Cape Buffalo, African lions, African leopards, um, southern white rhinos, and the African bush elephants. All of those, the big five, you can see in Uganda. So, yeah. Also, it's got a, v a very um, varied um, wildlife. Giraffes, elephants, antelopes, um, buffaloes, hippos, crocodiles, like... You can pretty much find all the hippos and crocodiles in most of their lakes and rivers as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, also, unfortunately, is well, it's fortunate for Uganda, but it's one of the few places on earth that you can still find an endangered mountain gorilla. Okay. Yeah, it's estimated that half of the population of mountain gorillas live in Uganda. Like the population of across the world of these mountain gorillas, half of them are in Uganda. That's lit. Mm-hmm. Um, lake Victoria in Uganda is the largest lake in Africa. And it's also the second largest freshwater lake in the world. And this is a bit of an interesting one, yeah? Tell me <laughs> Why baby look like that? It's a hair. blow dry. It's a hair, literally. Must be a rich one. <laughs> Son of a king or something. Little prince. Not a blowout. Is that gross? <laughs> I'm done. The Jackson 5 joint. Oh, dear. You're being gorillaist. We're being delivered. Yes. There is a... No, but Brent, look at his blowout, though. <laughs> literally, <laughs> he literally has a blowout. He's got afro. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's actually... Do you know what? I'm even looking at the texture. I'm like, it's giving it's for something. Oh, that's a, that one's a kinky one. That must be an Afri uh, African one. 
<laughs> that's got like that's giving four C here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's giving four. It's giving four something. I was like, mm. <laughs> that one was definitely one A. This is a four C. This is real king of the jungle. <laughs> so what do you? When you look at it, do you feel like we've got a common ancestor? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is we? I keep telling people I came from dust. <laughs> I'd rather come from dust any day than come from a flipping monkey. <laughs> no damn way. They stink. <laughs> Men like ass. No thank you. Oh dear. Also, like Nigeria as well, to be fair, like a lot of Africa, right? Um, Uganda mm. is one of the most ethnically diverse countries in the world. Apparently what they say is if you were to actually um, like pick two random people mm-hmm. in Uganda, they'll most likely be from two different tribes. Mm, really? That's how diverse it is in Uganda. Yeah. That's so cool. That's what people say, yeah. Um, also, the second largest producer of bananas in the world. Okay. So most likely you're getting your bananas from Uganda or India. India is number one. Uganda, second largest I'll in the world. I'll from Uganda today. Mm-hmm. Also, this is a, this is the, an interesting one, yeah. Uganda has the second youngest population in the world. Second youngest? Youngest population. So basically... You'll be busy, boy. 48% of the population... Is below fifteen years old. Mm. How much sex are they having over there? Well, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna definitely get to that. Yeah, forty-eight percent of the population, fifteen years old and younger. Crazy. Um, it has so to carry on from what you just said. It has um, one of the world's highest fertility rates. So they have five point eight children per woman. Five point eight children per woman. On average. Yes, that's average. 5.8. Just under six. <laughs> yes, in Uganda. Yeah. Is, it, is the mortality rate high over there? See, so now, sadly, due to the early age of childbearing as yeah. well, yeah, um, and the short birth intervals as well, mm-hmm. the maternal mortality rate is also quite high in Uganda as well. Did the men work over there? Did it work? It's not like they do nothing but have sex. They drink. They drink. <laughs> Ugandans do like a drink though That's what the guy yeah, It's okay, it's heard. okay Yeah, <laughs> they do like it Stop, stop, stop having a good time Stop wasting <laughs> your I'm done I love a drink Their liver is different, boy Yeah, man um, Despite being relatively poor right, as a country right? Mm-hmm. Um, Uganda apparently hosts more refugees Than any other country in Africa So big up Uganda, man Okay, big up them Yeah, man It's a place where people I guess would, f- would flee to um, For a proper sanctuary, man um, the official languages of Uganda are English and Swahili. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Bodge needs to come out the chat. What did you say? He said, those wide hips ain't for nothing. So okay. you, you need to, you need <laughs> All to right. come out <laughs> of the chat. But he ain't lying, though. Their figures, Ugandan women, their buddies banging. Yeah, literally. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> that was such an unmarried response. I'm so done. <laughs> so you all um, said it. He said yes. Yes. L- Luganda is also like one of the official languages as well. Yeah, but English. Luganda. Is Luganda. Yeah. Nu. Lu. Lu. Luganda. Okay. Also referred to as just Ganda, but that's spoken widely as well. Um. Well, many Ugandans. As I'm pretty sure you guys have realized, mm-hmm. um, live abroad, so mainly in the US and UK. Okay. And um, so who's over there then? Wait, in America. No. Who's in Uganda? Who's in Uganda? Oh. Many of them live over here. But because of that, babies. 
<laughs> because of that, Uganda is one of the African countries that send the most uh, remittances back to their home country. They want okay. you know try better, better, okay. better, you know what I'm saying? Because of that. And the last thing is um, crude oil, natural gas, and gold, as well as coffee, tea, flowers, are like amongst the main exports in Uganda. Okay. To big up Uganda, man. Um, notable foods, right? So the first one is matoke. I've had that. Mm. I feel like that's that's the one that everyone Everyone has. It's like green. I'm going to say it's like green banana. Yeah. But it's like they're they're small. Mm -hmm. Oh, very little. Yeah, basically, yeah. I feel like I know what it is. You've definitely seen it. It's just a banana or the meal. So it's green banana, but I think the whole dish is called matoke, I think. No, or is it just a banana? I'm sure matoke, isn't it just a banana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, but they have it with other stuff. So they have it with like chicken, stewed chicken. You see how we have. Oh, do like, you eat green banana? No. In Nigeria? Oh, no. we do. Mm. No, I think Ghana. Do we? Not I don't know if you look. No, we but don't. we do though. Like we boil it. It's like yam. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. we have it with stew. Soup, oh, okay. All that yeah. kind of oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, man. So apparently it consists of a stew of chicken and green bananas that's seasoned with different spices and stuff. I'd actually try that. Um, yeah, man. It's nice. Yeah, it's their main thingy, I believe. Um... Luwombo, that's another one of their dishes. Um, how do they make it? I'm not too sure, but it's one of their dishes. Yeah, um, Ugali as well. That's a traditional dish, um, and apparently it's traditions to all regions of um, East Africa. But it's it's one of the most basic traditional dishes that you can eat in um, Uganda. What's this? And that's maize flour used to prepare it. Okay. Luwombo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I love how African foods like they're just in the leaf. Mm. It's like the um, ayamashi, obviously, is so I think it's from, I can't remember where it's from, but it's called ofada, mm-hmm. where you have ofada stew, which is the ayamashi stew. It's got different names. And the rice, and it's always in a in a leaf, and it just hits different, man. The flavor from the leaf is just... Wait, let's just talk about leaves quickly, yeah. Ah! Sorry, no mind. Food in leaves always tastes 10 times better. It just slaps, mm. man. It just Bread's slaps. Bread's talking about wacha, yeah, but bro, have wacha in a leaf. In a leaf. Mm. Game changer. <laughs> Literally, yeah, it's same as in Trinidad. What eating food oh, in the leaves? Leaves in it. Yeah, oh, it's proper nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, like we brought the customs from Africa when it is that. Oh, okay, okay. So it's the same practices, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's lit, man. I wonder what jollof rice in a leaf tastes like. That must be different. Cause that shit is nice. Whether it's plastic plate, ceramic, <laughs> that must be nice. Gosh, I love food. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another dish here. Uh, again, Ugandan people. I'm gonna butcher butcher the name, so mm. forgive me in advance, right? But in fact, Brent, um, I'll spell it out to you: N S E N E N E. N S E N E N E. Yes, correct. Senen. Yes, yeah, go with that. Senen. <laughs> no, you say things with confidence. Yeah? People don't know you're, you're bullshit. To be fair, do all the time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I knew that too, but. Oh, it's grasshoppers. <laughs> yes. So basically, oh honey, it's it's apparently one of the unusual dishes, yeah. And yeah, it's just fried grasshoppers, and then sprinkle some salt on it. It's real nice. <laughs> it's real nice. Have you tasted it? Never. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe them. That's interesting. <laughs> that is very very. Because in Nigeria, you know, we have them little fish things. Which fish? These little fishes. I can't remember what they're called. What is it? Uh, is it fried? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like having what you have with Kenke. 
Yeah. Mm. So Africans, I think we just like a little small. Mm-hmm. I like those though. Fishes. But yeah. Oh wow. Another another one that I may butcher as well. Morning. Morning, morning. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you exist just makes me laugh. You scrolling in here. How are you? Tired. <laughs> my eyes are burning really got about two hours sleep that's a, nap. that's a nap huh why did you never put me to sleep last night oh do you know what it's too early I didn't see that one coming it's too early you really didn't you see it you know what's going to seriously you're never tired enough but that's the thing huh? I did not see that coming anymore no see because you said you were tired so I did exactly. not think this was you're going to be all... mellow today but no, no I'm not like a lethargic tired oh yeah I'm just like a... You ready to go tired? <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. Yes. Yeah. So, see, he's not talking about eating food out of leaves you, and you, shit. You know what? Mm-hmm. When he walked in, I thought, great, here we go. Oh, here we here go. Come, here, come, here comes the racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, what the fuck is this jungle book? See? <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> so, you're telling me that no, Jamaican people don't eat no food out of leaves? Yes, they do. What food? I'm, I'm going to check now. We must. <laughs> we must. We must do. We must have brought the traditions over just like they've done in Trinidad, right, bro? Yes. Mm. 100%. Um, curry goat, I think. In leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think that would do it. I don't think that would do it. There must be something in the leaf. but we Blue say... drawers. Sorry, who? Blue drawers. Blue drawers? Yes. You need no blue drawers. What is that? Can you Jamaican see blue drawers. Drawers, like brief. No, yeah, because I mean, it's this I hear is giving. Oh, what that? That's my way. <laughs> it's a tasty pudding. <laughs> this amazing Jamaican blue drawers, also known as Dokunu. 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 Do you know what Dokunu is? Oh, yeah, that's that's Kenke yeah. in tree. Jeez, all right. You don't have Kenke. All right. And to be fair, do you know what? That looks. Doesn't that look like? That's, have you had? Um, you know, there's two types of um, yeah, the KK, darker one. The darker one. The doesn't darker, that look yeah. like the the wrap yeah. that it comes mm-hmm. in? This is this is pay yeah, me in, pay me in Trinidad. Mm. Pay me, yeah. Cornmeal, sweet potato, green banana, um, coconut, coconut milk, spices. I'm on culture. I'm on culture. I didn't have that before. Do you have? Do you have the KK the ice? Ask Kinky. That's, that's it. Do you know what? Do you know? Um, one time I tried to make, I tried to put in a protein shake. This. Yes. <laughs> no, basically, yeah. Oh, they've got ice Kinky where they yeah. blend it with milk, sugar, they make it into a thing. Yeah. Remember, I told you if you want to get thick, eat Kinky. Yeah, I'm not even joking. It'll give you an ass. Just say that. <laughs> but um, I remember when I was trying to do something, and my mum was like, oh, this is what we call ice Kinky. But I added like protein in it. It's nice. It was very interesting. <laughs> I thought never again. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Um, there's another one. Uh, I tried to get the pronunciation, but I didn't get it. Anyway, it's, it's a spell N S W A A. And what? this. Sorry. This is Pimi. Oh, the Trinidadian one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ooh, lovely. Sorry, spell that again, Imania. N S W A A. N S. W A A. And basically, that's fried white ants. Ooh. White ants? White ants, yeah. They're sold in um, street food stores and in some restaurants as well, man. How do you get enough ants to make a meal? 
Boy. Collect them. And they're chunky. Yeah, but how many spoons do you have to? Oh, honey. Yeah. Apparently, the kids love it, man. Did you see the kid in the first picture? Yeah, see? No, let me see. I need a bit. I can't even see that. So take camera for you. Let me see the spoon. All right. Is it delicacy? It's like escargot or something. Oh, honey. Oh. Apparently, it's nice, though, man. So people can eat snows and thing. It looks like the. It looks like a challenge from. Okay, never mind. If people can eat snows and thing, what's up? What's up? This like worms. Called banana leaf. Jungle food, but you're saying, come on, hmm? this is this is minor, isn't it? No, that's Jungle Book too. <laughs> it's literally snails. Ant eaters eat that. I mean, ants. Sorry, but ants are those as well. That's a massive. But what I'm saying is, if you was doing French cuisine and they brought snails up, would you react like that? You might always saying that French people don't bathe. So to be fair, way. yeah, but I react to that with frog legs. Why am I in Let's frog see legs again? That's what I have to be saying. I react to the same, whether it's white, black. African, Caribbean. Yeah, I would too. But Equal no. opportunities all around. Asian. I react the worst it is. If they're like to eat snails, then go off with the giant... I haven't even eaten ants. snail. It's very... It's very. It's a Nigerian... Like Nigerians love snails, but I can't remember is what to do it. Yeah. They pepper it up. Ghanians eat like snails soya. as well. Yeah. And you know when I was younger, my mum used to make them all my days. I just used to think, this is vile. It's horrible, Because you'd see them, they're like giant snails. You'd literally see... Ugh, but the pepper, pepper, they pepper, pepper <laughs> it up and everything. But when they're cooked, they're nice though. Oh, so you eat it? I've had it before. Yeah, I never tried it. I can't I tried it. To it. I can't remember. I just can't No, do it's it. actually not that. It's actually, I thought, okay, I hear it. Mm-hmm. It's not meat. I'm not an insect, man. It smells even insects. What smells kind of? Something. I don't even know, yeah. I don't know where they're full, but they're full where I don't want to eat. Yeah, so. I ain't doing none of that stuff. <laughs> Anything I could imagine wildlife eating is <laughs> not really for me. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're very rich because they eat Rolexes. Do you know what? Okay. Who? So Ugandans my, or Uganda? My client the other day, she's Ugandan, isn't it? And she's like, oh, I'm going to go home and make a Rolex. I said, what is a Rolex, there please? And then she explained <laughs> it. I said, why is it called a Rolex? <laughs> Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like an omelette, like it's wrapped in rolls. Omelet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I need a picture. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm, I'm so lost. So it's like chapati, yeah? They've got chapati thing. Yeah. Then they, then they um, yeah, you see that first picture on the left? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Like, so it's make, a wrap. It's eggs. It's eggs. eggs. Yeah, just oh, but, but it's fold rolled. It. Yeah, but because you, if you say roll eggs quick, it's a Rolex. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah. it's rolled. That roll is an egg. Yeah. So what's the filling? You can put whatever you want. I think so. Like tomatoes. It's like an omelet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fold it. Oh, well, you eat like a sandwich. Yeah, because is it like a chapati on on I would outside? I don't expect to do that. That looks like it goes off. So you can have like, eat egg like that. Yeah, it's a street street food something. Can you guys just eat egg by itself? Just by itself. Yeah, she can. I mean, obviously, she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, say like an omelette. Just have an omelette. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but put something in it. Innit? I can't do that, you know. Why not? I oh, have to have eggs and something else. It has to. There has to be something else that goes with the eggs. Uh, it's weird to me just eating certain. Like, I can't just eat like protein randomly. The only thing I can eat on its own is like wings. Omelettes are filling though. You can load it up in it. Put some onions, some no, peppers, it, it or needs, mushrooms if that's your it's shit. Just a toast or something. Toast. It is. Yeah, it needs some kind of carb to go with it. I find it weird. Even like if I'm eating like yam and egg or something, mm. I can't finish the yam before the egg. Because that means I'm just left with egg. I have to eat on, on its own. Mm. Really? I'm weirdly like I'm not weird around. about... I don't like thingy. having the yam by itself. Oh, I love yam. I, eat, I literally eat yam while I'm cooking it. <laughs> I could eat yam and um, butter. Mm. Really? Mash yam and butter. It's like... Okay, um, when you mash it. it. Okay. Mm. So yeah. your face was messed up, messed up. See, I tried to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to fix it on the slide. So you could just eat yam plain, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yams not even nice like that, isn't it? Oh, yams the best. No, it's nice, bro. Depends how you cook it, Especially fried yam as well. Oh, yeah, fried yam is nice. I don't know how many different variations of yam I've had. I think I probably just had boiled yam, where you just buck it in soup. Oh, no, I You think it's potato? You buy it. I don't dislike it, but I don't. I'm not like a fan of it. I don't need it. I love yam so much. Oh, then then again, if you're having that hard food and that green banana yam or potato. If you mix it all up, I can work with it. That could but be any nah, food, that'd be yam. Like my thing. Bag. Yeah. I went to a Congolese wedding one time and I thought it was yam on there. It was cassava. It was cassava. Ain't that yam? It's not my kind of yam. Mm-hmm. Not puna yam. Ain't like a puna type of yam. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? I don't know, you know. Because in Nigeria, we use, like, there's a lot of things that are made from cassava, but they're different things. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So probably, I don't even know. It might be like a different type of yam. Do you know, I've been craving recently cocoa yam. Mm. But fried cocoa yam? I don't think I've had that. Oh, slaps. You have. What's cocoa yam? It's, um... Ghanaians love it as well. Yeah, they have it in, you know, when you, in the street. Yeah. And you get the, um, fried yam. You know, there's another colour next to it. Sweeter. I've never had it. I don't think I have. You have to. It's really nice. <laughs> you have to have had it. It slaps. <laughs> you probably have, you know, because I had you that have got the chips as well. Like, That's we have got plantain I've had, I've had cocoa yam chips, though. Okay. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah so I've had, like, the crisp version, but I haven't eaten it, like... In another mm. form. Yeah, I love you, man. Best thing ever. Yes. Okay. Some famous people. Yes. There's someone you should, um, you should be mentioning, but I'll see if you mention it. But go on. All right, I'll, I'll mention him first. <laughs> no, no, no. Go on. <laughs> I should mention it first. Okay, go, go no, on. No, no, no. I thought that's what you said. No, you go. No, I was going to say, I'll, I'll mention it first for you. Okay, I hope so. I'm pretty sure uh, I know who it is. I hope so. Daniel Kaluuya. No. No? Pick <laughs> <laughs> up Daniel Kaluuya. Who are you talking about then? Lydia Dinga. Lydia oh, Dinger is <coughs> a bad no, I was thinking, how was he meant to I know. Who but I thought, I don't know, I don't know. I just thought, you never know. Do you know who that is? Yeah. She is a big, she's mm. a babe. Tell us about her. So she's a YouTuber. Okay. She's like a proper sick YouTuber. Her editing is out of this world. Like the way she edits, the way she invests in her content, all that kind of stuff is out of this world. Her work ethic is different. She's the one who, she bought a house, renovated and stuff like that. And her content went viral. Because mm. I feel like she was a, I know personally, don't fight me, but I feel like she was the first one in the UK to do that kind of content. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl, man. She works hard. She works hard. But yeah, she's the best Ugandan I know. Pick her up, pick her up. I don't think I have a Ugandan friend. That would be awkward. Yeah, I don't. She's the best Ugandan I know. Mm. I've got yeah. Ugandan friends. She's proper lit, man. She, yeah, she travels a lot. Her travel content as well is just next level. Like, next, next, next level. But yeah, big up her, man. Married in Nigeria, man. Love that for her. Um, this might be a controversial one, but Idi Amin. She's Kenyan. Yeah, she really is Kenyan. You're I thought she's <laughs> Is that what you just done? Are you sure? Yeah, Lizzie Dink is Kenyan. Oh, that's all right. That's all good. Did well, you, well. They know where you just did that. That must have been viral. No, but you know what? You know what, though? To be fair. <laughs> Do you know how funny that is? <laughs> to be Big fair, yeah, No, but to be fair, yeah. She, her tribe is present in Uganda and Kenya. Okay. So... You know oh, so we'll shut up then. It's, it's kind. It's kind of like Clip saying that. someone's Yoruba, but they're from like Benin or something. No, but okay. she's actually from Kenya. Though she claims to be Kenyan, she doesn't claim to be Ugandan. Yeah, but her tribe is. <laughs> trying to help. Thank you, Iman man. <laughs> but enemies are trying to shut me to, today. No, literally, I'm trying to shut you down. <laughs> no way. I didn't. I didn't know my flags, boy. Okay. Yes, Idi Amin. You guys know Idi Amin. Of course we do. Of course, right? Legendary guy. 
Um, <laughs> Milton Abote. He's um, the person who basically led Uganda to independence in 1962. So big him up, of course. <coughs> um, Daniel Kalia, just mentioned. George right. the Poet. Ugandan. Okay. Priscilla from Love Island. Okay. Ugandan. Miss Banks. I've been say since I got Lydia wrong, I'm questioning every, everyone I thought was Ugandan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just agree with you. Um, Michael Kiwanuka is a singer. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's Ugandan. Also, there's some people in the chat, man, that's Ugandan as well. So pick up them as well. Noreen. 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 Pick up all Ms. our Mariah. Ugandans. Miss Mariah. Um, Mercy as well. So yeah, there's, there's a few Ugandans in the chat, man. Big, big them up, man. 100%. Good and everybody. also, um, what's, the, what's that word when you say, add like an additional? Uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the phrasing? What? A note, no, I can't remember. P.S. Uh, honorable mention, yeah. Oh, they, okay. Pretty Patel. P.S. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> cut the cameras. <laughs> Ugandans, are you claiming or what? I'm just asking, just asking. She's from Uganda. Yeah, man. Which is, which is um South Asian. Yeah, but you know a lot of them claim Uganda and, and Kenya. No, she needs to huh? claim and Kenya and Kenya, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She needs to claim her people. Yeah, but you know she needs to claim what she looks like. A lot of them moved there, innit? This is why Idi Amin is is very important to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of them claim Uganda. Because um, I guess some of their parents were born in Uganda and stuff, isn't it? So okay. they moved and did stuff. That's a shocker. I did not know that. But yeah. But that's it, man. That's pretty much it. Big up Uganda. Happy independence. All right. Lovely. That's nice. Thank you. Um, let's get into our headlines. All right. So our first headline... Um, Deep fake videos of Sakir Starmer have been posted on the first day of a Labour Party conference in a move that underlines the threat posed by deep fake technology and AI in UK politics. The fake video of the Labour leader emerged on X, formerly known as Twitter, on Sunday morning as senior figures and party activists gathered in Liverpool. A deep fake, for those who don't know, usually involves an image or video in which a person or object is visually or audibly manipulated to say and do something that is fabricated. The first fake audio posted by an account with less than 3,000 followers purports to capture the Labour leader abusing party staffers, but the audio is not real and the incident did not happen. Oh, Completely it's not real? Not real at all. Yeah, that's fucked up. I listened <laughs> to it yesterday. Yep. The second makes out that Sir Keir Starmer is criticising the city of Liverpool. Also not real. So the emergence of the audio is reminiscent of the recent elections in Slovakia, where a fake audio recording emerged of Mikhail Simeka, who is the leader of the Progressive Slovakia Party, apparently engaged in a conversation with a leading journalist from a daily newspaper discussing how to rig their election. So again, fake as well, yeah. Um, the, the, the pair immediately confirmed that the audio was fake and that the conversation did not even happen. So yeah, man, even last week there was something similar in Sudan, where the leader of um, Sudan, well, one of the leaders, I believe, um, apparently there was this fake, deep fake thing of him going around as well on TikTok. What's a deep fake? Um... I'll read it out for you. Okay. Basically, it's like when you get like um, an image or video yeah. of a person yeah. and they just add audio to it. It's fake. Everything's fake. Oh. So they're able to manipulate everything and make it look like they're actually talking and they're there. Oh, like the AI ones. The AI yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly that, yeah. So yeah, that's what went around of Sakir Starmer. And our next two headlines is, I guess, the, what our topic of the day is going to be based upon and the thing that's basically all over the world right now, right? And this is um, trigger warning. 
about what's going on in Israel. So the Israeli military says that attacks launched by Hamas on Saturday are like the 2001 terrorist attacks on the US. A spokesperson said, this is our 9-11, they got us. While another compares it to the 1941 Pearl Harbor attack. Israel is still fighting Palestinian militants in seven to eight places on its own territory. More than 700 people have been killed in Israel since Hamas launched its attacks, including 260 at a music festival. And more than 400 have died in Gaza after Israel launched retaliatory airstrikes. Israel says most of the breach points from Gaza into Israel have been closed, mainly with tanks. But the military says it can't deny that fighters might still be crossing into Israel from Gaza. And the next headline, again linked to that, and basically police patrols have increased across London after videos emerged of what appears to be people celebrating the Hamas attack on Israel. So the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, has said that she expects the police to use the full force of the law against displays of support for Hamas. The Met said it would provide a visible presence to reassure communities. On Saturday, Palestinian um, militants launched a major assault into Israel from Gaza. Posting on X, formerly known as Twitter, Ms. Braverman said, whenever Israel is attacked, Islamists and other racists used Israeli defense measures as a pretext to stir up hatred against British Jews. Yesterday, I spoke with CST UK, which is the Community Service, sorry, Community Security Trust, to ensure the government is doing everything necessary for the protection of our Jewish communities. There must be zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or glorification of terrorism on the streets of Britain. The Immigration Minister Robert Jenerick has also urged the Met to increase patrols, claiming people are glorifying the terrorist activities of Hamas. People have shared videos on social media share, showing Palestinian flags being waved beeping car horns and clapping. Mr. Jenrick also urged the police to take this seriously, adding that there's no place for this in the UK. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you very much. Let's get into what you're saying topic of the day. All right, people. So, topic of the day. The Israel and Palestinian conflict. I guess for some time we've kind of been putting this off here because obviously we just know how these type of conversations can go. And I'll be honest with you, this feels like this might be a part one, part two, part three. Especially if this law this war continues, right? <laughs> I'm not laughing at the war. I was literally about to say, they're laughing at my face. Like I'm yeah. pulling face. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, pulling, pulling get you out of here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we get to your part two and three. <laughs> now you're laughing at me. <laughs> but yeah. You guys have heard, just read it in the, in the headlines as well. What are your first thoughts? Let's start there. Just camera roll me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the historian, man. <laughs> How do you feel about having even having these conversations? Are you prepared to like draw a line in the sand and pick a side? Or mm. are you scared? Good question. My first thoughts is I didn't know whether you I wanted to tackle this or not. Because... Um, obviously it's war and it's sad and there's lives being lost on both sides but I'm not to say, I'm not I'm not a historian on Israel-Palestine relations or whatever but from the little that I have seen from the stuff that I see in that I mean I'm I'm like free Palestine in it so I don't know I don't know what you want me to say on this so so <laughs> far the results of the poll mm-hmm Seven percent. It's promised land, Israel. Uh, so, what was the question, please? Sorry, <laughs> Israel-Palestine conflict 
tragic events, but was this unavoidable? Who do you support? So the first one, 8%, Israel. It's promised land. You listening? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Second, Israel. Hamas attacked unprovoked, 8%. Mm-hmm. Third, Palestine. Israel are guilty, 61%. Mm. And fourth, both of them are imposters at 24%. Okay. That's the temperature of the, the voters. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I feel like this, this is obviously one of those discussions here where I feel like people's religious beliefs are definitely going to be put into this, right? Because the whole idea of Israel claiming that landmass as Israel, yeah. right, is because of something that is biblical, right? Because mm. some people even doubt that even back then Israel as a state even existed, to be fair, right? But that aside, obviously we've got Palestine, right? Israel was formed in 1948. Prior to that, there was no Israel. Now, since then, if you, if you were to look at the map, you can see that more and more land is being occupied and controlled by Israel since that day. More and more people, basically, it means more and more people who are Palestinians are being displaced, right? But you can see in, in like from the previous headlines, Suella Braverman, even um, Downing Street, I believe, they put up an Israeli flag. Right? On, the, on, on the building. On the building, mm-hmm. showing their um, support for Israel. Um, Biden was talking about support for Israel. They're moving some of their um, their military base or whatever, their artilleries or whatever, closer to Israel right now to basically aid Israel. All of this type of stuff is going in favor of Israel. When you're, when you're hearing this type of stuff here, where where do you kind of sit? Because again, if, if you look at this the, the chat, for example, people are saying, mostly anyway, that Palestine, they deserve to have their, their state. Israel guilty, pretty much, of apartheid, genocide. Since 1948, that's what people are saying. That's how, and it's almost like, okay, cool. We understand that this started the other day because Hamas attacked first. I, I don't think anyone's debating that. This was a, I don't want to say unprovoked, because it obviously depends on what side of the argument you, you kind of sit on, but it was still something that no one saw coming. At least Israel claimed they didn't see it coming. Do you guys agree with that? Do you feel like they have a right to do that because this was their land prior to 1948? Or do you feel like this is just how people claim land anyway? Because at the end of the day, the Americans, look, look at them prior to independence, there were no white people there. Well, there were white people there, but you get what I'm trying to say. It belonged to the natives, right? Mm. And anyone, the way I say it is, anyone who, any particular people that belong to a particular country, they're either native there or, or Aboriginal to that particular land, or they kill people who, who belong there. You know what I'm saying? And they now own the country, basically. Do you feel there, like this is just part and parcel of that? Is there brief history, timeline, events that you can actually share us, share with us before we jump in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, I think a lot, a lot of this started from the world after World War One, right? So during World War One, you had um, the Ottoman Empire controlling that region, right? World War One, 1914 to 1918, that happened. British were obviously fighting against that. Um, Ottoman Empire lost basically what belonged to them got divvied up, right? So I believe a a certain part of that Middle East was given to the French, certain part was controlled by the Brits. Part controlled by the Brits, Palestine. Um, They were kind of promised, not kind of, they were promised that if you help fight with the Brits, we will give you this land and eventually give you independence. So this entire period, Arabs lived there. This Palestinian land, 
right? No one's debating that. Mm -hmm. There were some Christians there, a few Jewish people there from the beginning of the 19th century. Sorry, the beginning of the, from the very late um, yeah. 19th century to the beginning of the 20th century, you had tens of thousands of people, Jewish people moving back to Israel. But it wasn't a mass exodus there. It was just a few people there. It was Palestinian Arab land, right? I don't think anyone was debating that. But during that time, you also had the emergence of the Zionism. So Herzl, who's Austrian, Jewish, white Jewish, European Jew, he comes about talking about, look, Israel deserved to have their own land. And that's what sparked this entire thing. Mm -hmm. Because it was, it was almost like perfect timing. Because a lot of Jewish people felt as though, wait, yes, we are victims of anti-Semitism. Yes, a lot of crap is happening to us in Europe. But I don't think we should have to leave our homes in Europe. Yeah. But he was like, wait a minute, but we deserve our own land. We, we should have to go through this type of stuff. World War II happens. And millions are killed during the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So it was like perfect timing, right? And so it, it kind of, um, well, it was, prior, it was just prior to, um, to World War II, right? But that entire period in the 30s and 40s, a lot of stuff was happening to the Jewish people, right? Then, I guess that entire time, you had the Balfour Declaration. And basically, uh, Balfour, Balfour was um, uh, a foreign secretary, I believe, right, for Britain. And he basically wrote to the Rothschilds, basically saying, listen, um, we're going to give you this particular land, in it, right, or part of Palestine. Right, but obviously in the in the letter, obviously he's going to be diplomatic in it. He's going to be talking about yeah, you can get it, but while you're there, obviously you can't really be displacing the people who are there too. Mm -hmm. So we're going to find a, a, some type of way for you to get your state, but also Palestine to also have theirs. But in reality, this doesn't happen ever in life, does it? Right, cool. So anyway, that's happened, and then um, you get the rise of Zionism, like I was saying. Um, the World War Two happened. The Brits won the war, that type of stuff. Palestine now, obviously, their countries, you're getting more Jewish people coming, going back to Israel. 1948, Israel's formed um, because obviously the Palestinians are thinking, wait a minute, yes, we've got independence, but why is our independence now mean that the Jewish people are coming here, the Israelis are coming here, I should say, right? Cool. So they, got, they didn't get their promised independence from the Brits like they, like they said it would, right? in the way that they expected to. They mm -hmm. didn't think it was going to come in conditions of Israelis coming into our land too, basically, right? So anyway, long story short, 1948, Israel's formed, then there's a big war. They call it the Nakba, basically where, which translates to uh, the catastrophe. And basically, Arabs are killed, uh, Palestinians are killed, they're displaced, all this type of stuff happens, right? And Israel gets more footing in, sorry, the Jewish people, the Israelis get more footing in that particular region. That's basically how it starts. And from then till today, there's just been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's like a brief history. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, there's obviously more detail to the story, but that's basically how it comes about, right? So the Palestinians effectively are minding their business, isn't it? And yeah. the land basically that they thought they're going to be, um, get their own independence from, from the Brits for, and be able to run themselves, kind of is given to the Jewish people. And so you just say that on um, certain buildings in London, in the well UK, I guess right now, mm. there's um, Israeli flags up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? But then, okay. So I guess they snaked the Palestinians. Hundred percent. Yeah. So now they've got a side with, with Israel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah. Okay. That's basically what happened. And that's why you got the US also back in Israel. And you've, during that same time, you had Christians as well 
what was uh, I can't remember the name of, um, name of this guy, but a famous Christian um, pastor or evangelist mm -hmm. was talking about the quicker we can get Israel to belong to the Jewish people, the quicker Christ will come. So that narrative has been since. This is why you may hear people like, I don't even know, you know these white evangelists on God Channel? <laughs> a lot of them talk about this, supporting Israel. The US has to support Israel, this, that, and the third, because that belongs to Israel because of the Bible, because of the Torah, right? And obviously because they believe this would mean Christ would come back qu quicker. So all of this is added to it. This is why you get um, a lot of Christian people kind of, even somebody messaged me on Twitter saying, I'm kind of conflicted that, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe that it belongs to them, but the way they're going about taking this land is not Christian. Like, well, yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? But at the end of the day, who's ever taken anyone's land in a nice way? Mm. It's bound to happen. Even when it was promised that in, in the promised land, in you know, Exodus and Joshua. Yeah, they were gonna be kicking people out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was it was it was always gonna be like this, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's just a little brief something. So yeah, okay. what's your thoughts? It's crazy, y'all. <laughs> ben, what are you thinking? Um <clears throat> sorry, can you send to Gina please? Yes. You're a little you're moving around a, a bit today, aren't you? Am I? Got yeah. to do arm day. Sorry. This should be to get. <laughs> I don't know why is my Christianity gets involved in this. To be honest, how is it? A, how is there a conflict? Because with my faith. Because I guess the, the general idea is that the Bible in the Bible, according to the Bible, Christians, Christianity, this and the, that land was promised to the Jews. Do you get what I'm saying? So a lot of so people. So the Jews are my people. Is that what you're saying? No, yeah, they're, but they're saying by faith though. They should like by faith. You should just side with. That's not how it works. This is it, but this is unfortunately this is how it works in a lot of people's households. Yeah, but they're arguing over land and whose land it is and what's mm -hmm. and whatnot. Obviously, the way they're going about it, like you're saying, is not necessarily nice. But if you follow the Bible and you believe the Bible and you're being Christian, like you can't have any, like dead. It was theirs. It's theirs, isn't it? As yeah, far it as, as, as far as you're concerned, I'm saying if that's what you subscribe Sorry, I'm to. I'm not. I'm. I'm a born again Christian, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think them them people in that land is practicing the stuff that I'm practicing. Do you understand? So when you are insinuating that they're my people. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not saying that they're your people. I'm saying going by the religion that you yeah. follow, yeah, it says that land is promised to the Jews. So don't you agree? So you don't agree with everything in your religion? The Jews that are occupying it right now, is it the, the same Jews in which it is that? No, but... Um, I'm just saying, I'm not agreeing with that. I don't no, know. No, but you know what? It, it's like, if it is, you want to say the law of the Bible, are the Jews that are occupying right now the same Jews that were promised that land? Of course not. Then why, why, why am I? No, but this is. It's the, the Jews in perpetuity. Saying, it didn't say this. It didn't say the point. They weren't talking about <laughs> those ones. certain ones. But, but of course, to, to be fair to them, they would the say that they are, though. They would say that. Yeah. Are 100%. they? But that's why, that's why, though, it's a political issue, but a lot of Christians take the sides of Israel because for them, just based off the Bible, not based off facts, anything like, well, whatever's going on, based off the Bible, they just feel like, yeah, that's exactly. my people, then. 100%. Sorry, I, I just can't get. In like wrapped with all this bollocks because you're using like oppression in a in a wild yeah. way. Do you understand? What do you mean? The the, the Jews in mm. that particular space, no, the Zionists. Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Yeah. Am I mistaken? No, the Zionists. The Zionist movement. All right. So the the constant oppression that's happening there mm -hmm. that we are seeing. Yeah. Is that a good thing? It's not a good thing. Whenever you. You want to claim a land for yourself. It's going to be war, isn't it? It's going to be casualties. It's going yes. to be all of that stuff, isn't it? So yeah, it's not, not definitely not a good thing. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm, again, like we were saying, from from the Christian standpoint, they believe the land belongs to the the, the to Israel. 
You know what I'm saying? To, to the Jewish when people. When you say Christians, you keep saying Christians as in every yeah. Christian is the same Christian. Yeah, like, because it's it's put it's, it's it's a message that's basically said at a lot so of pulpits. So what, what am I supposed to be doing? What are you telling me I should be doing? It's, I it's should not, be caring about what is happening over there? No. Because... I, 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 you know already, I, I don't believe in you know, people should be or supposed to whatever. Yeah. I'm just basically saying the, the narrative from a lot of Christian churches, right, is that because that land, Jerusalem, King David, all of that, that narrative, that story... It was promised to the, the people of the book, of the Bible, right? Those Jewish people. And so if it is that you believe that that's the case, then really Israel should have that land. That's basically what the, the idea is. You know what I'm saying? When you say that land, you're talking about all of the land that is there. Israel. Is just the, that little strip that they keep on like messing up. It's not, not, not the Gaza. Yeah, not just the Gaza Strip. The entirety of Israel. Yes. Because it's yeah. in Israel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware, but I, I don't know. You asked me what I think about it, right? Mm. I'm not. No, we're not. I can't be fussed about this. This is not. No, you said you don't understand what Christianity's got to do. Yeah. We're just explaining it to you. We're not on that My other Christianity, side. I said. I said my Christianity. Why is your Christianity different from everybody else's? Because it's, it's different. Our understanding of Christianity is not the same. Fair your understanding of Christianity is not the same as my Christian, understanding of Christianity. Fair enough. I didn't put the stories in there. And, it says and, what it said. I don't... Yeah, and the people who... Uh, I'm not even saying I agree with it. I'm just trying to, I was just explaining to you why this... What the correlation is because you just move like you don't understand. I was just trying to make you... No, I, I don't understand why I should be more interested than he's suggesting I should be. Me. Brent. No, I'm not you suggesting he should be more interested. I, yeah, I, was yeah I don't think he was suggesting I'm not, that. I'm not suggesting that at all. No, but he asked me... What do I think? And I said something and you all had a problem with it. No, because again, remember, it's like you said, I, I don't see the correlation between my Christianity and what's going on there. And I'm telling you why there's a correlation, why across the world, a lot of Christians believe that it rightfully belongs to the Jews. All right, all right, all right. So maybe I should have said, mm. my focus as it pertains to my Christianity yeah. doesn't involve that quote, um, quote unquote holy land. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes sense. I, in, my, in my head, that's not... Uh, a secret sh shrine that God resides in mm. and I can't access him. Do you mm -hmm. understand? Mm. So do, do you see, obviously I don't want to go too off, off the thingy, right? But do you see like when Christ comes back, do you believe Jerusalem will be a place of significance? Because it is. It's, it's, it's where um, Christians and Jews make, the, make a pilgrimage. You know what I'm saying? Jerusalem is, you know what I'm saying? But I see all that stuff as religion though. Like, yeah, feel like, feel like you're gonna no, but like religions in your ticket boxes and thinking that okay, that's where Jesus resides. And when you go into that river, the river that Jesus wants <laughs> was baptizing or whatever, is gonna do something magical to your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So all of that stuff, mm. personally, I don't subscribe to all that stuff because it just feels like mm, what, we, what we're doing here. Like my, yeah. I don't feel like my faith is activated more when I step in Jerusalem. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you get me? But I, I guess some people just see it as. It's a beautiful place to go because you can actually see the places that Christ lived. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a nice holiday spot, but it's not. Yeah, it's all of that. The faith don't come more alive when I'm there. No, definitely not. Definitely not. D didn't it say that when Jesus returned, everybody would see him? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where they are in the doesn't world. doesn't matter where you are. Mm. Yeah, but the idea that Zion is in, in Jerusalem and that, and that the new earth will be there or start there. You know what I'm saying? This this why it means so much to, to, to Jewish people and Muslims as well. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Mm. When you say it means a lot to Jewish people, yeah. I, I guess I understand why it means a lot to Jewish people. Yeah. I'm trying to understand why it should mean a lot to me. And not you said, to you, to Christians. So it's not about you personally. Remember, everyone's faith and walk with God is different. Some people don't care about certain things, 
So it's not it's not a you thing. It's more so a Christian thing. Because like I said, on the pulpit, pastors around the world, especially in America anyway, are talking about Israel belongs to the Jewish people. And in our prayers, let's support them. Do you get where I'm from? And that's why this is something that's become becomes a religious debate as well. These same pastors yes. that pray for the Jewish people, mm-hmm. is it the Jewish people that they feel are descendants of the same promise? I believe so, yeah. And those same people who are occupying the land currently are saying that they're descendants. The Jewish people there or the Palestinians, you mean? The Jewish people. Yeah, but they're all like kind of like one people. The majority anyway, but there are Jewish people from, they're like black Jews there as well, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's Jewish people. A lot of people who practice Judaism are there. As well, so it's not just the European Jews, if that's what you're asking. You said they're all one people, the Jewish people and the Palestinians. No, no, they're not one people. <laughs> they're fight. <laughs> so what did you say? No, um, you asked about the Jewish people there, and I'm saying they're Jewish people from. There are different people who who practice Judaism and identify as Jews, right? Who are black, for example, that are also in Israel. So it's not just a European Jew. Okay, so different types of Jews. Yeah. Basically. And they all feel as though they're descendants of this promise. Yeah, yeah, they believe so, yeah. Well, no power to yeah. them, minute. Yeah. Because because when you look at it, especially if you look into the history, you remember like like that area's been sacked quite a few times. You know what I'm saying? Like the Babylonians, the, the Romans were there. There's just been so many pit times in history where there's been a displacement of those people who lived there originally. So really when, especially when the Bible talks about all tribes one day coming back home, those tribes will look very different to how they looked back then, potentially. You know what I'm saying? Because this is thousands of years ago. Thousands of years of mixing. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's black Jews, there's, as in black that look like us. There's, there's lighter blacks. There's, there's Europeans. There's all, all, over the, all over the place. Okay, then. So whether you subscribe to that way of thinking or not, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, regardless, literally, if you believe that, you believe it. If you don't, you don't, yeah? Does it account does it justify the treatment of the people of Palestine I, I don't think it justifies that at all I don't think it justifies that but but as we've seen in history give it a hundred years and everyone forgets about it look what happened in Tasmania like the entire people have been wiped out by by white people they kill them off no one cares about it no more so eventually it's just part and parcel of war and 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 taking people's land so let's just say Israel win this war, for example. In a hundred years' time, no one's gonna care that there was atrocities and, and, and this was nice or this was they're just gonna see Israel. That's it. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's just unfortunately it's just one of those things, man. Because everyone who's taken who claimed the landmass today on this planet has either been um an original native from there or they killed someone and as and they're defending that land as their own. So what you're saying is because it's been happening from the beginning of the time, it's karma. The only difference is we're kind of watching it play in real time. I think so. I'm not saying it's, it's good. I'm just basically saying that that's just the natural order of things. Everyone's done it. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad because it's happening in our time right now. We're seeing it in real life. We're seeing families decimated. People killed for nothing. It's foolishness. But what's annoying about it is, is that we are able to identify who are some of the key players. And that's the Brits. They've done this. Europe have done this all over the world. They've done this all over the world. You know what I'm saying? So so the danger now is the alliances that Israel has mm-hmm. and how they are still armed and stuff by these countries. 
um, to oppress Palestine. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. But again, obviously there's no Israelis in the room, right? <laughs> but like they would not see it as them being oppressed. They will see it as wait a minute. Yes. Who um, would not see them as being oppressed. Oh, you mean the Israelis wouldn't yeah, see it yeah. as they're oppressing? Yeah. They won't see it. They, they would see it as what? They'll just see it as they're defending their land. Because at the end of the day, the way they see it is, at least if I can try and speak for them, right, is they got the declaration, fine, we've agreed that this is going to be our part, this is going to be the Arab part, right? And we're not going to interfere too much to sign the third. But in 1948, there was the Palestinians who fought because they didn't like what happened. And they have a right to do that because like, wait a minute, why are you got a state that infringes on our land? So they're fighting back. And since that fight, since the, these particular things, since 1967 war, since the Yom Kippur war, war all of these fights, the Israelis will see it as, wait a minute, there was an agreement. Yeah, since, and then yeah, exactly. Since then, we've tried to keep these agreements, but then we get what happened on the weekend. You see what I'm saying? So they'll see it as, we're not oppressing Hello? you. This is just happening over and over and over. It's, it's easier with the stance that Hamas and the man they took because they're not on, they're saying there's never no peace, never no squashing it. They're yeah, saying that. Exactly. You know what I'm trying to say? That is their attitude towards it. Whether, I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but I'm saying that That's is the stance exactly. that they're taking, isn't yeah. it? Like, they ain't on no fuckeries. They're saying, no, nah, this is wrong. This is what we're doing. Like, fuck you. Like, ain't, no, ain't no compromise. Good morning. Morning, morning. You look, it's Ramsey. You look good? Yes, Ramsey. What are you saying? You're right? How are you? I, I am not good. I've been sick all night, but I saw this I saw this topic and I had to call in, bruv. So allow me for a little bit. I'm fucked. That's right. Um, I, I feel like, well, Emmanuel, because I, I missed everything because I literally just woke up. Yeah. Why why, why are you so caught up on religion? Because that's, that's one of the, the motivating factors for why Israel has so much support. It's because of religion. One of the biggest things they're using to justify yeah, their behavior. Yeah, because of religion. They believe, remember, yeah, they yeah. believe, right? A lot of scholars don't even, some don't even acknowledge Israel as being a real state um, during the time of King David, right? It's not but, a real state. There is no Israel, it's Palestine. No, no, prior, prior to, we're not talking about Palestine in, in the 18th, 19th century. We're talking no, about... No, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm telling you now, there is no Israel, it's Palestine. Yeah, that, but that's I, my are you saying that during King David's always. time? No, I'm telling you now, that right now, there is no Israel, it's Palestine, isn't it? That's the, way, that's the way I'm moving with all of this. And regardless whether it's they feel, they feel it's justified yeah. by religion, the, the genocide, the apartheid, the racism, the, just the disgusting treatment mm. of what they've done just because the British handed them land in, what, what, when was that, 1946 or something? Yeah. Just because the British said, here you lot go, take that, and they've come up with this rule saying any Jew from any land can come and literally occupy any land, any house in Palestine, bruv, that can't be justified for religion. N none of the killings, none of the children dying, and it's definitely not a war. Because when you say war, you're insinuating that both sides are equal. It's a genocide. No, what's going to Palestine has... What's going to happen to No, 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 no but I feel, like it, I feel like the word itself insinuates that there's, there's a fighting chance on both sides. There isn't. It's not, it's not Ukraine and Russia. It's one country who's already been colonized with no arms, no support, no infrastructure for healthcare, no infrastructure for army, getting battered by like 20 different countries. You know, Hamas is being supported by Iran, though. 
So you remember? Yeah. The, yeah. So it's not it's not I, as simple as I, just I, I, people being there, like, and just being attacked like that, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? And also, and also, again, just to be fair, remember what happened over the weekend. Israel didn't start that particular thing. You know what I'm saying? So this this is what that, that doesn't matter. They, no, they did start that. They started that over a hundred years ago. So they started it by killing their people for over a hundred years consistently. This is the first time since the Nakba where yeah. there have been loads of deaths on the Israeli side. Yeah, people are treating it like I was watching a lot of videos yesterday on Sky yeah. News. Yeah. Um and they, they were they they were humanizing the victims who who died in Israel. Obviously, innocent people shouldn't die. Yeah. But then, not once have I ever seen them humanize any child, any doctor, any innocent family member on the Palestinian side who die. Who they die on a consistent basis. There's consistent treatment. There's consistent killings. They have, I think, through certain checkpoints, they have gun turrets which follow which follow your face. So if you make one false move, they just shoot you. Mm. Like they, they they use Israel as almost like a, a guinea pig to try different new arms to 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 kill Palestinians for, for, for fun, and I feel like this is it, the whole thing is mad. No one no one cares about, in my opinion, no one cares about brown people, and no one cares about black people. When you, when you think about genocide, you think of World War Two, but no one talks about no one, one this this modern day genocide Israel and Palestine. No one cares about the Palestinian side. But sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. But it, it's it's the same for it's the same for Congo when um the what was it the Belgian prince was just killing black people for rubber. Yeah. And no one cares. Mm. It's so, it's disgu- the whole thing is disgusting. So Israel's racist. Why didn't you lead with that? Yeah. Did you like me? Israel is racist. They've 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 been they've been um they've been categorized as an apartheid state. So they've been categorically racist towards Palestinians nah, and Muslims. Bro. Yes. It's always free Palestine. Free Palestine, bro. Sorry, man. It's always. It's always free Palestine. 100%. Sorry, guys. It's always free Palestine. The, the um, uh, what they call Amnesty mm-hmm. have said Israel is an apartheid state, but no one cares. No, no one cares. And I, I, a part of me is thinking it's more than religion because most of these countries, yeah, we say England's you know, Christian. But it's not, because it's all nasty. None of them practice that religion. It's not Christian. I feel like there's something more to it. No, that's the, that's, that's the thing that um, Emmanuel was saying. was saying, Thank we you. back them because the land belongs, belongs to the Jews or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like they're, they're using that as an excuse and a catalyst to do what they're doing. But who, who's using that but as most an excuse? Because you, no, you have to remember... UK, you have to remember that the Zionists chose that particular land for a reason. Why did they choose that particular land? It's all because of biblical prophecy. That's that's what it is. It's, it's religion. That's what it is. So, yeah, so, so we can't get away from that. It's used as an excuse. No, but no, but you, you can call it an excuse. They will say it's, it's a justified reason. They believe it's their divine right to be there. Do you get what I'm coming from? Well, it's an excuse or a reason it's being used. That's why it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely doesn't justify it this from is a it. human standpoint, but yeah. that's what, like, if you're just talking mm. facts, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's what's going on. That's what they're going to use. That's what they're going to say. That's what it is. Because mm. it's 100%. written scripture. It's from the blood beginning of exactly. whenever. So exactly. that's what it is. But, but mm. I'm, I'm saying that because you can't separate it from religion. You see what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, that's the motivation. That, that, that's what makes them believe we will eventually win this because God is on our side. So when, when you take away that and just say, oh, it's more so just, you know, them trying to be bad, subjugate and oppress them and this and the third, that's not the entirety of the story. You know what I'm saying? 
Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not on on a on the no, Israeli side. You know what I'm saying? It's like we talk all the time, innit? But but it's, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, how do you kind of, um, how how do you kind of like choose how how to 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 sort this out? Because is this one of those things where it's unavoidable? This is just inevitably what's going to happen, and eventually, Palestine is going to be gone. Is that just the reality of, of life? Is that something that no, we're just going to accept? No, what's, 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 what's going to happen though? What's no. going to happen though? No. So the only reason, well, the book I read about it said yeah. that the current hierarchy and power infrastructure in regards to America being the top dog in regards to the world's power will soon enough change because of Chinese infrastructure, right? Because Chinese economy is booming, yeah? So once they stop trading oil in dollars and they start trading do- um, oil in other currencies, yeah, UK will fail to be a powerhouse, yeah? Yeah. Now, if China and India go together, India will more than likely shift power because India has no interest and China has no interest in Israel. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there could be a chance where power will start to shift. And even on top of that, when you deal with someone as self-entitled, selfish, disgusting, yeah, as what Israel are doing, and they're bullying this little country, it makes you feel they're not going to move to Christians. I sent you the video of them spitting on Christians yeah. the other week. So the other Christians are just practicing their religion peacefully, and just Jews in the street are just spitting on them. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> we need to leave with that. Search it up. Search it up. <laughs> search it up. Search it up. Free sp- free they're, they're spitting on them. I feel like they're just going to move to the other minority in Israel, which is Christian. We're going to get pulled down. When, when, you allow, yeah. when, you, when you allow a bully to do what they're doing and, and hurt and bully one small person, they're just going to move to the next one. They're going to want, all right, we don't want Muslims here. Fuck Muslims. I'm just going to meet someone else. We want to be a holy Jewish place. Mm. There's so many reasons for them not to live, as well as them just being devils. Like. Mm. And when I say them, I'm talking about the government. I'm talking about the Zionists, not, you know, normal Jewish people. However, I feel like if you're a normal, if you're a normal Jew and you moved over to Israel just because you can and you can take over someone's house, then your morality is, is, is wrong. I'm, like glad, wrong I'm, I'm glad you said that because how do you separate the two? Everyone likes to talk about, oh, you know, it's just a Zionist. Or let's talk about the Zionists, this. No, the, the two go hand in hand. Because one benefits from the other. It's just like when ISIS take over certain lands and Muslims, for example, move in there. They benefited from ISIS's um, yeah, decisions. They're wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly they're the wrong. same thing. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a bit of a madman, man. But last thing before I go, because um, I'm fucked. Uh... It's going to get to a point now, I think, uh, we said this as well, Emmanuel, where even wearing a Palestine badge or wearing Palestine merch or wearing anything like that is going to see as being, it's going to be seen as being anti-Semitic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you, right, know, you, know. You, you know me, you know me, Iman, at work, I, I wear my badge in it. I've got mm. bare Palestinian merch, so I'm ready for smoke 24-7. But it's the, all the time, all the time. Don't talk too much, Ramsey, bro. All, all, all the time, much. all the time. No, you, you know, I'm saying you've seen me. Yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah, me go yeah. to work. Like, yeah, like I, I, I wear my badge everywhere. So yeah, I'm, I'm down for the smoke. This is yeah, that's it. That's um, all I got. Ramsey, you're, you're Muslim, aren't you? Yeah. Is this where the the vim is coming from? Because you, you're not, you're not that's Palestinian. Interesting. No. That, that's a very good question, actually. You, you, what you're going to find, or what the pattern is, is most Muslim countries have unadulterated news access 
from the Palestinian side and and have been growing up with seeing Palestinians die. Mm. So you have Al Jazeera who've been filming it. Like I remember I was like eight or maybe six years old seeing, um, I think it was a dad protecting his son from gunfire. Um, and the Israeli soldier just went for the kid and shot the kids as opposed to going for the, for the dad. And then it's just left with a dad holding his dead son. Mm. Like it's sorry, trigger warning. Um, and I, I remember that's ingrained in my head. And I remember thinking, like, what, what, why is this happening? So what you tend to see is Moroccans, Algerians, um, any other Muslim country have access to the war on the Palestinian side. As opposed to this media now, which is picking and choosing what they want to show from Israel. Mm. Oh, last thing. It, it, the fact that Israel's infrastructure got usurped by a poor country like Palestine is crazy. So you're leading into the conspiracy? What, what was the conspiracy? I missed it. That this wasn't really them busting through, but they were allowed through? Who? Oh, that's hard. I don't care how, I don't care how they did it. I don't care how so they that did they it. Can it, it makes... justify the backlash. Oh, what you're saying Israel oh. to themselves? No, oh, I, I know what you're talking about now. He's basically saying that Israel knew this attack would happen. Yeah. Because basically they have one of the best, apparently, best militaries in the world. They do. So no, no they, do. Way, they do. Yeah, so there's no way they didn't they foresee didn't this happening. So they've allowed it to happen, right, to then be like, okay, cool. You see what these uh, people are doing? Retaliation. Let's destroy them now. That's I don't think so. I don't. I don't that, that's such. It's such huge collateral damage. I think seven hundred Israelis dying and two thousand more injured is too much of a of a, of a risk. Compare that. I, to, I don't think. I don't think that's it. Compare that to a potentially uh, millions of people living in Israel with no issues. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I think they're going to say that to save face. Mm. No, no, no one's infallible. Nothing's impregnable. Like, mm. All it takes is willpower and hate. And it, people will bust right through. If you've been holding people down for over 100 years, they're going to find a way, bruv. Mm. They've just been waiting. So it, this is only a matter of time. Yeah. So you you qualifying it as hate? I'm qualifying it as revenge, hate, um, uh, what's that other word? Inevitable, everything. Mm. You've been holding people down for years. You've been killing their daughters. You've been killing their sons, their mums, their brothers. They're for nothing, for banter. There's videos of soldiers just shooting people for nothing. Oh, no, he was attacking me. Yeah. All that hate, all that pent up rage of seeing generations upon generations and you're living in, you're living in poverty because there's one country for no reason you were just born into it. That's a different type of hate, bruv. That's a different type that, that breeds different type of terrorist groups. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ramsey. Yes, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Feel better soon. Please. Thank you. All right. Please, please. All right, people. Um, obviously, according to... Um, oh, the poll's gone. Wait, you got rid of it. It's still there. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. Um, 10% according to the poll, right? Last time I checked. Or 11%. It's 12. 12%. 12. Uh, it's promised. Israel. Yeah. It's Israel. It's, it's promised land. 8% Hamas attacked unprovoked. 55%... Um, Israel are guilty, and 25%, both of them are imposters. Mm. So half half of the voters are pro-Palestine. 10% are basically in favor of this being Israel's land. Obviously, you don't have to say who you are, whatever, but if you are pro-Israel, do you mind calling up? So we can hear that side of the argument as well. 
Let me know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I have a thing where is I can actually disguise your voice. So <laughs> if you can send me like a message beforehand, if it is that you want me to disguise your voice, then I, I will. Mm. Yeah, man. This this is just a, a crazy situation. At, at the end of the day, unfortunately, loads of civilians are, are just going to be casualties in this situation. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really don't know how this is going to get better. I feel like this is just going to be another situation, unfortunately, where more and more land is going to go to Israel, like has been the case with other wars, other battles since 1948. It's not going to get better because the Palestinian people ain't going to get support for the people where they need it. You mm. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And Israel's backed by America mm -hmm. and England and everybody else. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I think, like what you're saying, I think we'll watch it play in real time. It might take... A long time, but eventually they'll just get the whole place in it. Yeah. I don't want it to turn into like World War Three, though, because you might have the Muslim states now saying they're gonna back Palestine. Potentially. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then obviously, their mother pagans are gonna get involved. It's gonna be a back and forth. I even read an article saying that um there was a, a Polish, two Polish military vet, um jets mm. that were looking to remove. The Polish citizens from there before, mm. obviously they, they got injured and whatnot, oh. and um, obviously there were rockets being fired at the airport, and then yeah. the Iron Dome was obviously blocking blocking it. But if it is that one of those particular jets go, goes down, Poland might now say, "Nah, I'm getting involved." International event, isn't it? Yes, and that's mm. what I fear. UAPs, mm. this <laughs> Russia, it's like a cauldron. Yeah, it's bubbling. People but there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Like like conflicts like all over the world, Ukraine, Russia, now you got um Israel, Palestine kicking off again. I think China, Taiwan and that. Like there's loads there's loads going on in the world right now. So it's probably gonna bubble over soon enough. Mm. You have to pick a side and get a gun, baby. Mm. Obviously, as you said, you're free Palestine. Yeah. Always, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like super well versed on, on everything, but I've seen enough, and I've seen the way that they've just been going there and displacing people from their homes and just treating people and just my general humanity is just not rocking with that, whatever the reasons are, whether it's justified or not, whether it's holy mm. or not, whether it's legal or not, whatever it may be, I just don't rock with that shit. But I'm always, I've always been like anti-establishment and that like that. Like I understand where the concept of terrorism and stuff come from you know what i'm trying to say that like people that are being downtrodden and and bullied and persecuted and all that kind of stuff and then they stand up for themselves and it's going against the the powers that be you know what i'm trying to say and then all of a sudden they get vilified and marginalized and called and called names when really majority of these people are just freedom fighters mm. fighting for what they believe in you know what i'm trying to say that so i don't really let media um influence me to see them as a certain type of way. Obviously, like war and stuff and terrorism stuff is real, isn't it? Like if I was, if some, there was like a quote unquote terrorist attack and, and it affected me or my family, I'm gonna feel how I'm feeling or whatever. But for the most part, like, I get it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you can't be bombing people every day and killing people every day and mowing them down and like, and doing all this stuff. These people are essentially using rocks and stones to fight back. You know what I'm trying to say, like, and then you vilify them, and I buy into that as well, and treat them like they're the most horrible people in the world. I'm not really here for that. You know what I'm trying to say, like, I always represent the underdog. 
So for the most part, I'm always going to be with the the rebels then. Good point by Vaughn. <clears throat> Obviously, the Western uh, machine, media machine, has, quote-unquote, us supporting Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. In this. But then they're vilifying Palestine in this particular scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? What are you saying? You must have something to gain. That's why, that's why I asked about that confirmed... Yeah, about, you know, he is supporting Israel and stuff. They, they must have something to gain gain from it. Because I feel like it just seems very political. Because mm. I didn't even know supporting Israel was a thing until I got into this conversation. All I ever see is about free freeing Palestine mm. and justice for Palestine and all that kind of stuff. So the fact that the government, this is what they're doing, mm-hmm. I mean, they've got, they must have something to gain. Yeah, but it's the people who say that when you see like the free Palestine stuff, it's the people, it's not the government. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not an initiative that's pushed no. in like the government or do that. Did mm-hmm. America and them, they've been in bed with Israel for how long? Israel's tiny, it's a new state. It's not even like the kind of yeah. technology they got, the weapons they got, like the yeah. money they got, it's from the support of people. Like they're propped up to be what they are. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, so that free mm. Palestine sentiment ain't come from the actual countries. It comes from the people. But then you think about it, like the whole Ukraine stuff though, the government were like, oh, Ukraine just for Ukraine and that spilled over to the people. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes I feel, sometimes I do feel like the government can sway all the propaganda and whatnot can sway how it is. That but they've done that even do with that. the Ukraine stuff. They ain't give us they ain't give us all the information. You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like they ain't spoke about um, treaties and things that Ukraine broke. You get me to 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 even get us here with Russia. They don't let you know that like the east of Ukraine, like half the country was in support with Russia. Like half of them think yeah. see themselves as Russians anyway. Do you get know what I'm trying to say? Like they don't let us know that. All my man ever said was like, "Use up, fall back. You get me? Leave Ukraine alone. Don't try and make it join the UN. Do what you promised. Wouldn't add any more countries and we'll be cool. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they just start the story from where Russia's gone off. Mm-hmm. But Russia ain't gone off for no reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, so all these things, is just the way the media and the propaganda, the way it's spread, this is what all they're doing. And it's like I said, the West, America, England are at the helm of all of it. And it's all fuckeries. You get me? From, from the jump mm. to the dunk. That's just the truth of it. Well, that's my stance on it anyway. You get me? The lizards are taking a piss. <laughs> but see, this this is this is what happens when obviously when certain people have uh, are in positions of power and they're able to influence certain governments to do this. This is this is what happens. It's like they've they've attacked it from so many different angles. You know what I'm saying? So Again, like the Rothschilds were doing a lot of work behind the scenes to, to, to make Israel a real thing, a reality for its people. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why Barfo was, was talking to Rothschild. There's a reason why they, they sat down and had this thing ironed out prior to, you know what I mean? Like independence for, for Palestine and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, Oh, it's the Rothschilds behind this. They're 100% influential. All right. That's why, 100%. that's why America's up the bam bam. Maybe, maybe. All right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah he wrote a letter. America. He wrote a letter to Rothschild, to Lord mm. Rothschild at the time. You know what I'm saying? Good morning, caller. Hi, good morning. Good morning, how are you? You all right? I'm good, thanks. How are you? All good, all good. Can't complain, can't complain. Oh, that's really cool. Speak to us. I'm enjoying so basically, uh, this whole thing is unavoidable because it's, it's only so long I, I believe people can be pushed before they retaliate. Mm. 
Mm. And this has been going on for years, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I was saying just now with um, the US and England being um, involved, correct? Because the um, there's a journalist, because I, I keep up with the, what's going on in Palestine and stuff. And there was a journalist basically saying that America are invested in what's going on and they're not going to choose human rights. Mm-hmm. You know? And this is what's being openly said in the um, Israeli news. Mm. So we're not seeing what's actually like the full extent. They're actually looking at these people. They're boycotting them. They're threatening them on the news or live. So it's like bad. Mm. Can I ask you a question? Are you a religious person? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do, do you mind saying what? <laughs> I, I, <someone. laughs> um, high you... level, please. High level. High level. Yeah. All right. Pardon? Go on. No, I was just gonna say, like, do, do you see you how do you see how religion plays into this? Religion. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do. But it's not just religion, it's, uh, I mean, it is and it isn't, because I believe that, okay, I believe that they were, their land, where they originated from, like, yeah, it was near the Qumran Mountains, if I'm correct, if I've pronounced it correctly, where they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. So it was, their land was a lot smaller, it wasn't the whole of that area, because so, that was Mesopotamia. So... I just think they just come in and use that as an excuse. They've, I think they used, they've planned it from before and they used World War II as, a, as, a, as an excuse to, to take it. Mm. Mm. I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah. I'm for that place from the Crusades. I think, I think, that, that, I think it is very sorry. spiritual. Is that the map, so I think they've been scuffing for this place mm-hmm. yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. Of, of beginning. Of, exactly. Exactly. This this why I'm saying it's religion. It wasn't, it wasn't. It's all because of religion. It, Everyone's it, viewed Jerusalem as a holy, the holy land. Mm. But it wasn't. Yeah. But it wasn't Jerusalem before. Oh, okay. You go back to the scriptures. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure they were wandering outside the cities, right, before they actually entered. Mm-hmm. They were wandering around the mountain area. Yeah, but according to that same scriptures, right? They once once um, God gave them Jerusalem, once it became their holy land, right? Um, mm-hmm. They they see it as as theirs, like it's, it's claimed. You know what yeah, I'm but, saying? So, but you can't. Okay, it's okay. This is my personal belief, and, and you know I'm just gonna outright say it. When you send out the Vatican Church, when you send out Knights Templars to collect every scripture and all the knowledge around the world as, as much as you can, mm-hmm. right? And then you lock it up in the Vatican Church and you release this, you know, this one copy or numerous copies, you then have the monopoly of knowledge. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, have they, I personally think it's been littered quite, you know, in some areas to make them seem like the chosen people. You know, just, you know, to take the, the glory for for themselves. Interesting. Because why would you hide 52 miles underground, underneath the Vatican, and then make the Vatican its own sovereign? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, mm. but, yeah, that's, I guess, that's just the power of um, the Catholic Church, isn't it? The, the Vatican, like you're saying. 
But then what, what's the incentive? Mm, what's, just, what's the incentive for, for the Catholics or for the Vatican, I should say, to to to, to, yeah, go on. to control and whitewash everything? But why why do they need Jerusalem to do that? Well, why couldn't they do that from Rome? But they did it to Rome though, because Rome was not always Catholic. They did it all around the world actually. Um the Middle East was was Babylonian, you had the Sumerians, you had the Aztecians, you had the Egypt the Egyptians had their own religions, you had the Romans, the Greeks, they had their own they're now known as mythologies. So they did it all around the world. Yeah. The great inquisition the Inquisition, the Great Resets, it's happened, you know, numerous times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, all right. And each time, people's origins and history gets erased. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Unfortunately. Mm. All right. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate your call, man. Andrea, Andrea, make sure you yeah. call in when it is that we start talking about other things. That's. Uh, well, I, I, do you know what? I have to be so careful with what I say. Yeah, you know me. Obviously. But yeah. <laughs> You've done well. Okay. <laughs> well. Thanks. I didn't say anything <laughs> bad, right? No, you didn't. No, 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 no you didn't. <laughs> Bye. I think um, Ed, the line is clear. You can call in. But yeah, um, I thought I still, I thought he was about to say something. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's 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 a crazy situation, man. It's a crazy situation. I just I just don't know how this is going to get better. That that's that's the main thing at the forefront of my mind. I just don't know how this is gonna get better. Is it going to get better though? I don't think it will. I think this will like put it this way: Israel will not U-turn. Not gonna happen. Impossible. Exactly, and they don't need to. They're closer to the finish line than than the start. So lucky Saladin ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> Go what do you call that? Uh, morning, people. Good morning. You right? Yeah, best place is Ed. Yes, Ed. Yes, Ed. Speak to us. Um, uh, what's it called? I'm just going to dive straight in because I've missed, I missed like the last 20 minutes or so because I was in a meeting still. But, uh, so sorry if I'm repeating. Yes. If I'm repeating whatever someone else has said, my bad, yeah, but I just, uh, I just got let, let, let go off my chest real quick. Mm. So that the the big thing, obviously, that you're making about Iman is about how it's Jew Muslim, like it's a religious, it's a religious ring. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that maybe it doesn't have any sort of connotations to it, but whatsoever. Mm. That's I'm not saying it don't have no connotations, but that's probably something on the lower end of the actual scale of things as to why this thing's even happened in the first place. Okay. Like. Right. The big, the biggest issue is the biggest issue I, that is looked upon is it's looked at like think of it like um, you know, it's, it's obviously like you said, designism. Like Jews look at themselves as a as a race. It's not just as a as a religion. Mm-hmm. And you look and look at it from that perspective of like say any sort of occupation by a a race of people. It's that same sort of thing. So even if you think of Palestine originally, it wasn't like oh hey, just loads of Muslims coming after them. It was just Palestinian people you know, coming together, say, like, the IRA or whatever, going, hey, we don't want these people trying to take over our, our, our space just as people, not as our religion, because they've lived previously for how many centuries or whatever, they've lived peacefully together, so they've never had no beef beforehand. It's just now that Israel have come in and gone, okay, now this is ours, we're taking this, 
Palestinians are fighting for them, for them, for their land. They're not fighting for they're, they're not going. Oh, yeah, I'm fighting for my my religion. I'm fighting for my land. Like I'm fighting for my home. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not uh, contextually. It's not so much to do with religion and that. And from what I from what I know of the thing, but it's it's, it's, it's it gets here yeah, going. I hear I hear you, yeah, but two things, yeah. You, you said um they live peace um peaceably together um prior to this year. But if you go back to like prior to the first world war, under the Ottomans, right? There wasn't many Jewish people there. Yeah. Right? If you compare to the amount yeah, of people, yeah, I'm not like, saying there was like yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the exact same amount of people, but I'm just saying in terms of the small Jewish population that was there yeah. lived, coexisted alongside the Arab, the, the majority Arab population. That's what, I, that's what I mean. I'm not saying that literally okay. you can the exact same numbers. I don't right? think you can escape religion. Yes, people are fighting for their home mm-hmm. and for their rights because they're being displaced. Mm-hmm. But it's like what you're saying. If you're a Muslim person, you watch Al Jazeera growing up, or if you actually lived through it, mm-hmm. yeah, being there and seeing the discrimination and the persecution of Muslim people and Arabs or whatever, it's, that's the, as far as they're... Like, that's the only... If they mm. was if they was Jewish, that wouldn't be happening. Like, do you know what I'm saying? That's the only. That's like one. Of, that's like the main. That's like a common denominator there. Like I yeah. think it's entrenched. In, that's that's what hand hand. Mm. Huh? Yeah, but that's I've, I think that's what then is pushed. Then that's the narrative is pushed. Like what you're saying, Muggs, where it's that we're saying it's like, oh, it's the Jews coming after these Muslims. It's like no, nah, like trust me, if they weren't Muslims, the Jews would still be the Jews. The Jews the Israel would be coming after them regardless. It's not yeah, It's not true. to do okay, with, fair. they didn't come there for religion, they are going for who, who it is there. But that's the narrative true. gets pushed as Judaism versus Islam. And that creates the divide between Jewish people and, and, and Muslim people, mm. you know, and, and anyone else in between. You know, that's, that's, that's the, that propaganda that creates that. And then those behind the scenes, you know, gaslight those fires to try and make it us against them and it's about and then sort of try and justify and try to use that BS to justify the thing it's like oh well you know they're coming off the, the, the thing is Eddie you're, that's a good point you're, you're right about that yeah. like it didn't need to be Palestinians it could have been anybody and to be fair this is another point and one of the big things that annoys me to be honest with you right is um, when they were kind of deciding on Israel what is Israel today anyway as being the homeland for the mm-hmm. Jewish um, occupation um, during, I think it was around Herzl's time. So this is like early 19th um, century, sorry, early 1900s, right? Um, they chose Uganda. Uganda was a consideration. It's funny that Uganda's independence today. So <laughs> Uganda was one of those places that people sat down and said, you know what, let's make Uganda the homeland for the Jews. Do you know how crazy and arrogant that is? This is in- insane. So imagine if it wasn't Israel today, where, you know, that they're fighting for, it could be Uganda. It could be Israel right now fighting you, people from Uganda, which is in Africa. Mm. It's insane. Yeah, but but um, the other thing I wanted to mention to you, Eddie, is, and the reason why I keep mentioning the religion thing is because I remember personally sitting down, watching an interview with um, the current um, Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, yeah, and he said, yeah. Israel is ours. And you know the reason why he, gave, he said it is? It's because he said 3,000 years ago, right, King David... That was King David's land. He ruled that area. Nobody in the history talks about King David unless you're referring to the scriptures. Mm. There's no history books mm. talking yeah. about... Granted, I think there's a stele somewhere that mentions um, um, the rule of King David or, or one of the kings afterwards, right? Stile. But yeah, like a... Um, yeah. Um, like a uh, like stone um, okay. thingy. Um, yeah, right? I, I think there is that, right? But... That's just proof of the existence. But no s- scholar actually speaks of Israel being that big, number one. 
And number two, yeah. they're not fully believing that that entire area. Like you said, or, or I think um, Andrea and before mentioned belong to Israel as a whole categorically. But I mentioned that only just to say um, that Netanyahu has said that that's our land because King David was there 3,000 years ago and it was ours from since then. That's religion. That's that's biblical talk right there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't escape the, the religious part of it. That's the motivating factor for them. That it was promised to us, to us, pardon me. We were there before. Because remember, it was promised from um, Exodus times, right? Joshua came in. They took over the land. Israel was established. Again, I'm just using the biblical narrative here. King David, King Solomon, all that type of stuff. That's their area. And it was theirs. But then obviously they were sacked at many different times. They had the Babylonians come in. They had the Romans come in. This, that, and the third. Fine. And that's why they keep pointing back to that. But they're pointing back to scripture. Do you see what I'm saying? So like you rightly said, even if it wasn't the Palestinians there, even if there wasn't Muslims there, they would have always come back and said, God gave us this divine right to that land. And this is the issue. No, I hear, I I hear your logic, what you're saying. But this is what I mean where I'm saying that's the propaganda side of it. It's the same way that like, Tony Blair came out and was like, oh, God told me to go and invade Afghanistan no, and wreck and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, it's that thing of they're using that, they're using that as, as a sort of as a crutch to sort of be able to go, eh, hey, no, but look, we got this to say that we can do this. Mm. But even if, even if you go back to like when the thing was, was happening back in um, whether it's the 30s, 40s, when, when this was first of, the, the British were saying, hey, yeah, we can let, we'll let Jewish settlers come. The British one being like, "Hey, you can come have the whole thing." The British were like, "No, there's a section for you." That's true. And they were and they were trying to even like cap migration there and things. From what I used to reading that, they was like trying to be like, "No, you can't have this. You can't have so many people." The Jews don't know. No, no, we want more people and took it by force. And Britain obviously not because of sort of certain relationship they had couldn't or didn't, you know, step in and and do and do anything. You're right about that. So I'm sitting there like, but but the only thing I'll say to that is you have to remember that even though. Um, the Brits said, have this land, right, and leave this, and don't interfere with the Palestinians. They shouldn't be persecuted for their um, religious beliefs, ethnic, this, that, and the third, right? You're right. Remember, they had the Nakba, though. In 1948, they had that war where the Arabs said, wait a minute, this isn't right. You shouldn't be having any part of this land, really. This is all ours. Yeah. And because of that fight back, that pushback, Israel's now, at least from their perspective, they see it as, wait a minute, this is the reason why we are pushing back also and claiming more and more land. Because really, if, if someone comes to your house, right, and they're able, they only want the kitchen, and they're able to defeat you, and you leave the house, they ain't just going to stay in the kitchen. They're going to take the entirety of the house. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what happened in those wars. So every war, subsequently, has just been more ground being given to Israel. You know what I'm saying? But they will say it's not their fault, because they didn't start that first Arab-Israel um, war. But yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, no, I, I, I do what I'm saying. I'm not disputing that. Yeah, that's what I mean. But both sides will be able to say that same thing. Of, yeah. you know, of the Palestinians were originally able to go. Well, if it weren't for maybe a small militia of of settler Jews coming trying to be like, hey, we want some more land, they wouldn't have then gone. All right, well, we need to defend this in the first place because they're clearly trying to come take more land. Yeah, it's that. So you got both sides going. You know, being able to say, oh, well, you you started this. Obviously, you can be like, yes, yeah, maybe six or one half a dozen in the other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a thing of. But in terms of now, where it's escalated to, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you can be like, oh hey, well, you know, we both hit each other first. It's like, well, now my man's hitting hitting him with freaking RPGs, or I'm still using my fists. You know, <laughs> it's like that, you gotta go. All right, well, maybe we're 
maybe there's you know this this is skewed in, into someone else's favor mm. and then you know on top of that you know the those who obviously allowed Israel in the first place to sort of become as powerful as it's become now are in the situation where they can't even make it pull it back because they've got they've given Israel too much in terms of its own power in that region mm. and it's become such a strategic partner as well they can't even come in US and Britain can't even be like no, no, we need to, you know, you are kind of moving a bit too, you know, a bit too mm-hmm. tough on these lot. You need to relax a bit because mm-hmm. now Israel, like, well, if you dare come, come at us like that, we're now gonna screw, screw you over in terms of all the resources you got, all the gateways you got out to the Middle East and blah, blah, blah. So it's, so it's a thing of that. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, you can go, you know, yeah. One part, like, both parties played their part in maybe starting the starting issue, mm-hmm. but one party, you know, one party is definitely taking things a lot further, and then. And now, and still try to play the victim card when, you know, the, the underdog, you know, is is going like, yo, like we don't, we ain't having this anymore, mm. you know, and then and siding with, you know, some of the obviously the the far right, you know, extremist groups and whatnot to 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 you know go go to try go toe to toe and all that. Yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's a crazy situation, man. But yeah. You heard of the term mowing the lawn? Yeah. No. There's a term mm. that they say, I don't know where it comes from. Mm. They say that it's um, with regarding the Israel and Palestine thing, it's like mowing the lawn or mowing the grass, like every few years or whatever, mm. they get into war with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, keep going back. Yeah. So they can mm-hmm. yeah, 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 get yeah, their infrastructure, yeah. their weapons, yeah, yeah. whatever, like just, just mm-hmm. mash them up little pieces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so it's just, yeah. this stuff's been happening from, like, that's true. A lot of it's by design, to be totally honest with you. I, I think so too, 100%. Yeah, man, thank you very much for that, Ed, man. Appreciate the call. Right. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, All right, take it easy. All right, peace. Yes. All right, man. Um, I feel like we can move on from there, man. I feel like, again, we're going to end up talking about this further than the week, probably, because of all that's happening. But Because um, yeah, more stuff's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um, but just quickly, though, mm. how do you feel about this, This. This. what What. what the government is saying, that they're going to use the full force of the law? Mm-hmm. To persecute anybody that's in support of it's ridiculous. Palestine. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I don't expect anything less. I don't expect anything less because it's the same. I may be saying something crazy now. Oh but God. <laughs> no, but I feel like it's the same um the same influence that got Corbyn out of Labour, right? The same influence that makes it so you can't have any type of criticism towards Israel as a state. The same influence is the same influence behind the British government saying that. You know what I'm saying? It happens in so many different facets of our, our, our everyday life. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's why people are scared. Everyone's scared of getting cancelled, this, that, and that, 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 that. It's the same force that's oppressing people and, and cl- having everyone have to think twice about what they can say. So I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But it's, I think it's disgusting, though. I think it's disgusting. Why can't somebody support, have an alternative view? Why? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But yeah. Anyway. Right, let's get into our next headlines. All right, so our next headline um kind of leads on from from the topic of the day, and this is a, a trigger one here. This is about a British man who was serving in the Israeli army and he's been killed in an attack by Hamas militants, right? 
Apparently, a second Briton who was visiting the country is also feared dead as well. So Corporal Nathaniel Young, who's 20 from London, was a soldier in the 13th Battalion, this according to the Israeli Defence Forces. His family shared a post on Facebook saying that they were heartbroken, adding that our little brother Nathaniel Young was tragically killed in the Gaza border yesterday. A second British man in Israel is also missing from the area of the attacks and is feared dead. Dan Darlington is originally from the UK but was living in Germany and had been visiting Israel. Mr. Young was a former pupil at JFS, which is a Jewish mixed comprehensive school in Kenton in North London. Um, and he was living in the Bayit Shell Benji home for lone IDF soldiers in um, the north of Tel Aviv. It's according to Jewish News. And Mr. Young's family said in the tribute that Nathaniel was full of life and the life of the party. He carried the nickname, nickname <coughs> DJ on base and at Benji's house. He loved his family and his friends and was loved by everyone. He loved music and was a talented DJ. Um, interesting. This um, whilst this is going on, mm-hmm. we might have to check other news sources other than Westernized. Yeah, definitely. Veneers, right, because mm-hmm. we're gonna see a lot of these British people getting killed and this, that, and the next in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. on the other end. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Next headline, according to a US think tank, uh, recent satellite photos show a sharp increase in rail traffic along the North Korea and Russia border, which is indicating the North is supplying munitions to Russia. So speculation about a possible North Korean plan to refill Russia's munition stores drained in its protracted war with Ukraine fled last month when the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un traveled to Russia to meet Vladimir Putin and visit key military sites. We spoke about that. Foreign officials suspect that Kim is seeking sophisticated uh, Russian weapons technologies in return for the munitions to boost his nuclear program. Um, given that Kim and sorry, given that Kim and Putin discussed some military exchanges and cooperation at their recent summit, the dramatic increase in rail traffic likely indicates North Korea's supply of arms and munitions to Russia. This is according to Beyond Parallel, a website run by the Washington-based Center for Strategic and International Studies think tank. Um, they also said, however, the extensive use of tarps to cover the shipping crates con- and containers and equipment makes it impossible to conclusively identify what is seen at a Tomangang um, rail facility. And the last headline takes us to Congo, where the family of the legendary Congolese guitarist Lokasaya Mbongo said that they're going through unbearable pain and humiliation as they wait for the government to help bury him almost six months after his death. Lokasa's body is lying in a morgue in the DRC capital, Kinshasa, after being flown back from the U.S. in accordance with his wish to be buried in his home country. Um, his son, Andre Marie Lakasa, was speaking to the BBC and said that the government had promised to help organize a funeral that would be worthy of the music star's name, but it had so far failed to do so. A local charity for artists, however, said that the disputes within the family had led to this delay and that it wasn't, you know, the government. Um, Mr. Lacasa told the BBC that the family has submitted a budget request of $75,000 to the government for funeral costs, but it's yet to be approved, which is leaving the family in limbo. He also said that it's a humiliation and, um, yeah, we're just going to basically call it that. Um, with the morgue bill having already passed $4,000, the family hopes to bury his, fa- sorry, the family hopes to bury uh, Mr. Lacasa um, by mid-October, even if the government's help is not forthcoming. This what. His son said, if things continue to drag on, we'll be forced to apply Plan B. Um, yeah, for, for those who don't know, Lukasa Ya Mbongo, his real name was Dennis Casilla Lukasa, um, died at age 77 after battling diabetes and complications from a mild stroke that he suffered in 2020. He was one of 
Congo's best rhythm guitarist, but spent most of his career based in Paris, where he led the Sukus um, Stars Band since 1984. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Nice, let's get into some word on road. Okay, uh, trigger warning on the first bit of news. So there's currently there's a season five of Love is Blind that's been released. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't think I really care to watch Love is Blind anymore after the first season. I'm not going to lie. The first one was the only one that I committed to beginning yeah, and end. And I was saying to my, I was saying that I don't believe in the concept. So because I don't believe in yeah. the concept, I can't watch the show like without... Do Not you know believing in the concept. Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm too critical. I'm just very negative. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. So I'm like, there's no point in me watching it. I hear you. I'm like, yeah. I think I watched the first one. I don't know if Lauren and Cameron won this. Yeah, they were the first one, I, I believe. Then there was a girl who created Beyonce. The guy. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was a whole thing. She created Beyonce to the guy. I don't think she was in, I think she was in the second season. I think that might have been the only two I watched. I don't think I even finished that because that just... I don't care in it. But basically there's a contestant on the season on season five that's currently streaming. And she's not like in the post or anything like that. But she's saying again, trigger warning of like sexual assault and stuff of such nature. But basically she's saying that the guy that she was engaged to um sexually assaulted her. And when she told the producers and whatnot, they basically just gaslit her and told her that she caused it, she made it happen, essentially. Um and basically he said So this is what her lawsuit says. It says, um, Smith no, so Smith is the guy that was her fiance, right? Her name is um, what's her name? Hold on, something Dang. Yeah, Tran Dang. Her name is. So it says Smith, and without Miss Dang's consent, groped her, exposed himself in the nude, and repeatedly made sexual contact over her express objections, um, noting that because of, noting that because of the, the whole production situation, the twenty-four hour surveillance of cast members. Most, if not all, all of these traumatic acts were likely captured on film. So she's basically saying that if you look through the footage, you'll find it. Mm. But she did report it to an assistant producer. And that assistant producer, she's saying that the person, the assistant producer gaslit her and implied that she was at fault for what happened by not communicating effectively or um, somehow taking the relationship, not taking the relationship seriously. Um, I hope she wins the lawsuit because that is just wild. But to be fair, that with Love is Blind, I've reported on things before in the past as well, where it's just a whole, it's a whole thing with the show. But yeah, but she's not even on the show anyway. So they cut all their bits out and whatnot. And I'm hearing as well that there are some contestants as well who were engaged and stuff, but they didn't make the TV part. It's just really, it's what TV is, isn't it? It's just, yeah. it's basically like a reality TV show. It's just all scripted yeah. and how it is. Um, very sad news. Dizzy Rascal lost his mum. I'm posted about it over the weekend. One second, let me just get that for you. Because there's a lot to talk about today. Everyone was doing a lot over the weekend. So he re he posted, rest in peace, mom. Had a picture of him and her. Um, thank you for all your love, all your never ending sacrifice and prayers. You fought till the very end and it wouldn't be in vain. I love you more than life and I'm glad you're finally at peace. I hope I see you again. But if not, I see you every time I look at my beautiful children. Oh, that's cute. I'm glad nothing was left unsaid and you know how I felt. I know you're proud of me. You never stopped telling me even in your last days. I tried my best, but God, the universe had other plans. I'm blessed that I got to I got to be the son to such an amazing, strong human being who gave everything for her child. Long live Priscilla Bampo. 
And it also says, thank you to everyone who has helped and been there in the last few years too. I love you all. So love to um, this rascal man and losing his mum. That's very, very, that's tough and difficult. Um, in really good news, 21 Savage is officially a lawful permanent resident of the United States. I'm really happy for him, man. Because that must just be so difficult. So basically, he moved to the States when he was seven years old. But he didn't realise, he's obviously grown up, he grew up in Atlanta. He didn't realise that he didn't go there. He just thought that was where he was at. And then he tried to travel um, once and basically got, ICE got him, cut a long story short. He was detained for like a whole week. And then that's when he found out that he was actually an illegal immigrant. And his visa, he had a visa to come and visit the US not live there and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So he's actually never he's actually never been able to travel and perform outside of the States. It's crazy. Not even Canada. But he's officially now a lawful permanent resident. He did post on his Instagram and it had um, Skylar Grey coming home in the background. So he's going to, he's hinting at doing a UK uh, concert, of course. Um, and Drake was in the comments talking about we're coming home. So you have a lot to do with on your, you have a lot on your plate at the moment. <laughs> But um and then also yeah and great because obviously great um, Drake is on tour at the moment and he was actually at Drake's show on Saturday and Drake introduced him and said you know um big my bro da 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 and said for his first ever performance outside of the states and it was really good man he played the Canadian national anthem and all sorts I love that yeah so big up to anyone Savage big up to yeah big up him and um I guess his upcoming tours and stuff like that Drake has had a difficult weekend. Drake has had, Drake has been <laughs> in everyone's mouth. But I'm going to start with another another situation before I get to the the other situation. So basically, there's a lady, there's a rapper from Baltimore called Rai Rai. And she basically called out Drake for using her vocals on, um, on her song again. So this is not the first time she's called him out. She's called him out before. Um, hold on, let me see. Oh, yeah, there we go. So basically, she tweeted and said, really, Drake, my vocals again... And no credit, I really want to be flattered, but I feel like it's trolling at this point. OMG, one of my favorite artists doing this, I don't know how to feel anymore. But thank you for reminding me that my 15-year-old vocals are still legendary. So her vocals are on the Calling For You song, huh, ironically with 21 Savage. Um, and then someone was like to her, girl, shut, shut the hell up. People are so rude on the internet. Shut the hell up and be grateful. You hoes are weird. People <laughs> act so, yeah. As if gratitude is what's going to pay your bills. Are you dumb about be grateful? Why would, like, what? So she said, anyway, she said, grateful for what? Exactly, bitch. <laughs> a celebrity name don't move me. Run me my credit. Um, I haven't asked to be put on it. I didn't ask to be put on it. And I'm not benefiting from it, e from it either. I'm not credited, dumbass. So grateful for, lol, you sound dumb. And then she said, y'all are weird for real. Um, she said, I don't know if it's the producers. She said, she knows she gets I'm gonna summarize because I'm bored. She basically says that how she gets that obviously it's the producers that sell blah 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 blah. But she was like, someone has Drake here, you should be ticking all the boxes and doing everything you need to do. Furthermore, anyway, this is the second time she's done this, man. This is the second time Drake has used her vocals. So, but she don't if, if he ain't done nothing wrong, if you don't have to credit her, she don't own the vocals. She's done a little singy sing and on like she don't own no, 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 But she does own the vocal, that's what she's saying. She but he wouldn't be able to use it without her benefiting from it. But that's what she doesn't understand. Huh? That's what she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand how they. But isn't the it a case of they just haven't cleared it? And they they're didn't just clear it. Forward and done it. That's what she's saying. So she owns the vocals, but she's saying they haven't done the due diligence to get it cleared. So then go get some money. That's this what is it is. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what she's saying. Yeah, but people are fighting. I tell her to be grateful. Yeah, but don't show this to the moan about it. Just go get your money, man. <laughs> don't moan about it. No, yeah, but I feel answers. like you can moan about it though because it's the second time. It's the second song. She get money from the first one. 
Yeah, I think that was that was resolved. I think she didn't get her credit. Because she was like, at this point, like, come on. We've been here before. No, because there's bear singers who, who like, like who, that, who that shit happens to. Or once they yeah. do it, like, people, they don't actually own their vocals or anything anymore. And it's just part of the game, innit? There's so many people's vocals who get used or whatever. So like I hear her feeling however she feels. Yeah. But it's a case of for me, I'll just be like for real. Like if 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 it was illegally done, they didn't go through the proper measures and you own all that shit. Yeah. Just just go get your money. And yeah. if not, then for real, just shut up. <laughs> not for real, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> mm. But um that happened and obviously Drake's album came out on Friday. I'll be so honest with you, I did not know Drake dropped a new album. I didn't have a clue. Is that her? Yeah, that is her. Um, I didn't have a clue. She looks like someone. She looks like um Yep. It's not Estelle. It is Estelle. She's like Estelle a little bit. In my life, in my head, I was saying, I hope you don't say Estelle. Because you think you because you said it, you thought the same thing as me. No, she don't look like Estelle. Why did Estelle come up then in your mind? You would have. You you obviously saw a resemblance. You saw Otherwise, why would Estelle come into your mind? Because there's no. She don't look like nobody in there. Because she had short hair and that. And I was like, you're just gonna go with Estelle. Like, don't go, do that. Nah, it's like hella girls I could have gone with. Exactly. I could have gone with Keisha Cole back in the day. That's why I said Fantasia. don't do Estelle. I'm just saying that. In my, I swear to God, I was I saying think... don't do Estelle. I think it's a key telepathy, <laughs> telepathic thing going on. Just own it. <laughs> but yeah, so Drake dropped a new album on Friday. I'll be honest, I didn't even know that, but I've expressed that I don't really. I'm not really Drake is not has not been encouraging me for a while now for a few projects, so that's why I didn't know. Obviously, Joe Biden did know, and as he does, talked about it on his podcast and whatnot, right? Um, he basically said how he wants to hear Drake rapping about adult stuff. Just a quick summary. If you want to catch the rest, you can watch it in spare time. But he basically said he wants to hear Drake talk, um, talking about adult stuff. And yeah, just wants to hear him rapping about adult stuff. He needs to leave these young girls alone, which is ironic. Considering Joe Biden was out here with Sin Santana, he was like, what, 10 years older then? But whatever, I guess he's, he's with older women now, women close to his age. So I guess he feels like he can talk now. That's great. Great for all parties involved. And yeah, he basically said that Drake needs to stop rapping about all these... Little 25 year olds and 21 year olds, like he's out here fucking and just needs to rap about adult stuff. Essentially, you can, I guess, grow with your grow with your um your music, what you're doing. Obviously, J. Cole was brought into the conversation. Pick up J. Cole every time, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, but anyway, Drake had time and decided to respond to the what's it called to Joe Biden's thing. I'm gonna read out what he says. Oh, I'm he gonna went, let you know, he Birdman. He went ether. <laughs> mate, Birdman decided to add his two pence and all. When I'm done with that, then I'm let I'll see how you guys Let's feel about it. Set the scene, Brent. Can you play the Efa? Um, oh, we'll get taken down, innit? it? We will. Mm-hmm. We will. I wanted Esther to read it over it. <laughs> so if Papa gives, if Papa gives ambiance. <laughs> but you know what? I was like, this is a long ass paragraph. Like you were definitely pressed. Anyway, follow me, right? At Joe Budden, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you are doing in this clip. Because that is what actually pays your bills. For any artist watching this, just remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the things that pop into your brain had you broke living check to check and the raps you write had 450 men showing up to your shows in dusty... Is that Ennis? Yeah, Ennis jeans. To screw up their face to move... Sorry, to screw up their face to Mood Music 29 and pretend you are the GOAT. Please, to any artist that's doing what they feel is right, don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact. This guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. 
You retired and we never hung up your jersey. We don't even remember your number. We know you for doing this. You withdrew from rap, not because you accomplished all you need or you need to. It's because it wasn't working for you. I never want anybody in the generation in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate and the fact I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If you need it, put it in simpler terms. I own a 767. He owns a modest house in a 973 and flies first class on, on special, special occasions. occasions. That's the one that I said, damn. I'll be honest, though, all of that was a reject, but I love Joe Biden's response. Joe Biden said, oh. at Champagne Pappy, you grow up sooner or later. Father time is undefeated. It's like when you send a guy a long paragraph and he just says, yeah, 100%. I'm never 27 though. He yeah. just picks up on the most silly part. That probably so then, didn't hurt Joel Budden because he probably don't feel like that, innit? He, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he, and that's my thing. That's my thing. Because I feel like, yeah, you can call him like a washed up rapper, blah, blah, blah. But he's killing what he's doing. Even with, even on good. the other side of things. Like I didn't really follow Joel's career like that. But I feel like he's had hit songs in that. And I feel like mm. he wasn't like necessarily chasing a lot you get me like it's like he went out on his own terms isn't it kind of thing and he was battling some things man that guy was he's here by the grace of god he was battling some things as in like stuff alcohol like if he was trying to chase and find another pump it up or something like that and he couldn't do it or whatever then i can Mm. hear the 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 shouts but Mm. he had hit songs he's he's i guess the general consensus is he's actually cold as well like he's dope he can spit you get me like and he retired and went out on his own, like on, on his own terms, because he don't, because he didn't want to play those industry games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then used his platform to do something else, and he's a leader in his field again. So I'm pretty sure he don't feel like that. So it's not really hitting home. Do you think it's true what Drake's saying? I I agree with what you're saying, but I remember seeing the Joe Budden video. Yeah, come to the tail end of his career. <laughs> where it looked like <laughs> this guy was influenced by Drake. It looked like he was trying to be modern. Okay. Like one of those songs for the girls, that, that type of stuff. And it didn't sound like real Joe Budden. Because like you're saying, Joe Budden has accolades because of like bars. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like real bars. But when he's trying to do a commercial stuff, I don't like that Joe Budden. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that, um, it, it was probably his last album. But like there's a few singles, or at least this main single I saw, where I thought, what the hell is this? Why is he doing this? So if Drake has got that in mind, then Drake's yeah, right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Birdman decided to enter the chat and just, he just acts like an old man, you know. Is it still with Tony Braxton? Do you know, do you know? I don't know, you know. I forgot, I forgot you mentioned that. That was a before, thing. Yeah. They were married, they were engaged, didn't they? They were married. They said, married. Oh yeah, and they got, got married, they get married? Yeah. I remember she had some fat rock. Cause he just don't, he just don't align with her, Tony the little legend Braxton. Literally. <laughs> anyway, here he comes saying, at Joe Budden, calm down, brother. You're not built for this gangster shit. Then he at Champagne Papi and at Cash Money. Okay. Then he went to Charlemagne. Then he said, no. <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. He said, nothing but respect, King. I think you mean good and I respect you even though we had our difference. But I respect you at Charlemagne. No, the, but nothing, respect, but, the nothing but respect, King, is in white at the top, innit? That's yeah, that's old, Charlemagne that's old, said isn't that. It? Is that old? No, at Birdman added Charlemagne. And oh, yes, yeah, I think you meant good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Charlemagne reposted it. Oh, and I said nothing, nothing but respect. respect. Okay, yeah. You get me. Okay, he reposted it because I did think why, I, I would have thought Charlemagne would um, air it. No, I think I he posted it, put nothing but respect. I'm nearly sure. Then he, um, no, it does, it does make sense that way, actually. 
Then he said to him, um, he also brought Drewski into it. And why he's he's going to kill Drewski. Well, why did he, why did we use that picture of him? That's so out of order. <laughs> I still he, can't work out whether him and Drewski are playing, you know. What, he and Birdman? Yeah. Yeah, no one knows what Birdman's thinking. He, I feel like he comes up as a joke in the Olympics. So he basically said to Drewski, my little niggas want some of that. Stop. I'll be honest, I don't understand that man's language. Neither do I. Well, he, basically his own, he literally speaks his own language. And he said, he's basically said something about banging him and I don't know. I Like, in effect, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the way Birdman speaks. Mm. He's going to get Drewski. Have you seen Drewski? Basically, stop playing with the goat. Rich gang or don't bang you little bitch at Cash Money again. I don't know. I don't understand. Have you seen Drewski's kit? <laughs> Oh, it's too. I funny. only watch like the ones that come on my timeline. Like, I feel like I can't. I can't take him in like in consistently. Juski is funny. I don't even follow him, but anytime I see him, he makes <laughs> me laugh. But he's he's gonna make Birdman. <laughs> he's a character. But yeah, do you guys? That what do you, do you guys on think? Business thing because Juski's got the same song in it. I think Juski done it first. Done what? Hmm. Oh, I need to find it. Do you listen to the album? Huh? Do you listen? Oh, to sorry. Album? I mean, it's the Drake's album. Uh, yeah, I listened to some of it. Oh, I listened to most of it actually. I got through it all. Um, we had to ask what I think about it. Mm. Um, I'm not really impressed with Tristan's album, to be totally honest with you. And I suppose, you know what I'm really confused with, yeah? What's really throwing me off anyway, yeah? What's with him and this little Yachi thing? What is what's going on here? Yari. Yari, what? please. What? So African. Yachi. <laughs> Chalamini, you didn't correct him. Huh? He said Chalamini, you didn't correct him. I know, I left that one too. <laughs> what's his name, little Yachi? Charlemagne. Charlemagne and Same little Yari. Shit. Do you little... say you want to go on a Yachi? Yeah, little Yachi. I don't know. So good. It's going to make you catch on as well. That's going to really gonna piss me off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, like, and then this whole, these big statements he's writing, like, thank you for being there and sending me beats and letting me know what you like and writing and whatnot, whatnot. I didn't know Yachi was a... Yeah, please. What's that? Yorty. I didn't know he was this musical savant. Like, I didn't, I don't know what, I don't know how they aligned. I don't know what Drake saw. And I feel like the album would have been better if he used somebody else as his muse. Do you get what I mean? Like... There's decent songs on there, but like, not nothing, not enough, nothing, nothing even close to, to what I would be expected or what I'd be wanting from him for the way that they gassed it up. You're talking about this is the best Drake verses I've ever heard and all of these things. Oh, he said, yeah, before it got dropped. Tonight. That's just going around talking saying these are the best Drake verses I ever heard. Boom, 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 and it's like, yeah, you maybe you don't really know. You don't really know Drake, or you don't know good things, or whatever. Like, there's some good stuff on there, but it's like 23 songs. Drake did post a it's, screenshot of people that, at the time, called "Take the Take Care Dead." So I guess his thing is that yeah, you people are gonna criticize it now, but in a few years' time, you guys are gonna talk about this is the best thing ever did. The way people do nah. that. Is that accurate? I don't know because I ain't never called "Take Care Dead," and I only "Take Care" was a classic the second I heard it. He had some me. tweets. He put some tweets up. Yeah, he won't find so enough from it, me. Uh, were the tweets from reputable commentators? He just put tweets up. We don't know. But this is it. It could just be. Any it could be trolls. Stupid people. This yeah, is yeah, it. People yeah. don't and know. No, no. Zero point zero 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 one percent of the but people saying that. He thinks that proves a point somehow. It doesn't. So. Even though times change, music moves on. One on one on one on. You're always going to be held to the same standard, isn't it? Yeah. 
he ain't he ain't met that on on this one. Not take care, not views, not nothing was the not same. No, if you're reading this, is too late. He ain't got them. There's there's not really there's not really slaps on there. There ain't no slaps on there. I can't remember. I don't know what what he's gonna run with. I don't know what's the song that's gonna mash the club up. I don't know. Okay. If the next generation, if the current generation and next generation, don't count yourself as the current generation, right? Mm. Count us as the past generation, right? Mm. If they're looking at and hearing this particular music and saying this is the waviest thing, suppose that's the temperature of the generation. Shouldn't we classify this as a classic if that's what the future is actually saying? No. Talk to me. This is a question, by the way. I think it, it was a garbage album, but talk it, to me. Even though I, this could be, a, this is my opinion, this ain't a fact. I feel like classic albums, yeah. Let me remove classic. Let's just say. They just transcend time. Yeah, yeah. Let's just and say. If you're a fan of someone, like if you're a fan of hip hop, yes. RB, yes. Soul, whatever. Yeah. You get the best body of works and you can show them to anyone at okay. any age and they're going to get it. I get it like when you're saying with times, but then that means this, this, this is just a fad then. Like it's not going to last the test of time. It's just for, it's just, I don't know, that baby, I don't know, the TikTok generation, whatever it is. The, yeah. Like it's so, it still don't, if mm. it serves, if it serves the purpose for now, that means it's fast. It's just. Talk to me, talk to me, because if you bring a Prince album mm-hmm. or the classics to this generation, yeah. You eat them and you play it to them, and they're like, eh, "What is this? You guys used to rock with this." No, but if they if they're now deeming what is classic because their brains completely mush, if they like, doesn't it now become the new norm? That classification of classic doesn't it change? I see where you're going. We just talked about land and ownership, right? Mm. Can the same apply here? Are we just boomers? Are we just basically saying, "Oh, we like it, good old days." Nah, man. There's young people who like that type of music who know who who rate Prince. Like you know what I'm trying to say. I think it just depends on what you're into. This is just like some. I don't know, man. It's just like that microwave food. It's like fast food. It's like junk food. There's no real substance to it for the generation. So if you can gas them up, if you can play into the algorithms, and tap into the, to the youth as it is now, and 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 they fuck with it. I don't think that's necessarily proof of the actual quality of the, of, of the work. I heard a couple Lil Yachty tracks. I don't understand. Early who? Lil Yachty. I don't understand how people listen to that. <laughs> yeah, Yachty's whack. But, but... <laughs> Isn't it the one that wrote... out concerts. Yeah, but there's bare people Did that write a whackness. Did he write Breast Cancer for City Girls? I think so. He it was him. him. He wrote Act Up. Yeah, good. It was, I mean, it, 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 like it was one, the anthem. It was one of Probably the best Act Up is one of the baddest songs. One of the best songs ever. But it was funny when we found out... It wasn't that did it, right? No, he wrote no, it. That's different. <laughs> no, but it, no, but it's funny because it's a girl song. It's a guy, proper like girls, girls anthem, and we're like, oh, you wrote that. My thing is, I don't understand his music, but that doesn't mean that it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just because not your vibe. What is good is whatever the new gen are saying is good, right? And he's good for the new. We are new gen. out. We're on the way out. Obviously, we're not, but we're on the way out. Isn't that how it works? No, man. Is that you just saying that because you decided? My my thought process is the is the rule of law. This is as I say it, it goes. That's not how it works. But I think with no, some people, people don't know like they Drake, don't know that. There's bad people that like rubbish things. There's bad people that like bad yeah. things. There's bad people with bad taste. That doesn't. But don't you think with Drake though? Drake is somebody who reaches like for most part of, for most part all the audiences. 
it's not just that like, he doesn't he hasn't got an age limit because of how it is that he works and how I'm he not operates. Disputing this, because Do you know what I mean? I would prefer if he had remained rapping Drake, right? Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm even cool with some of his singing stuff. Yeah. Do you understand? And I believe even if he dropped a rapping Drake album, it'll be wavy and people will still love it. But this, this is not good. In large parts, it's not good in, in my estimation. I like AM in Charlotte. So when, 100%, because it reminds you of old Drake. Yeah, he's cooking on that. So when, when Joe basically, because Joe's this guy's biggest fan. One of his biggest fans, right? Yeah, he is openly champion. Yeah, champion. Fully up in his yeah. anus. Champion, champions okay. him all the time. Fully, right? So he's disappointed. Show. So he's used his massive platform to vent that, right? The way he went in on that whole J. Cole Drake thing, and I want to get to that. That was just ridiculous. I ain't seen what that. That was over the top. So in my head, Drake is properly in his feels. Oh, what did he say? Like me. No, yeah, no. It's, uh, he basically said J. Cole. Um, assassinated Drake. What, on their song? Yeah, and they, they broke it down. They played it and broke it down. They were listing the mistakes one by one yeah. and going fully into it. Drake was in his fields. It was ridiculous the, the manner in which it is that they um, disseminated that man, Aubrey. Is it? It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I, and I, and it, was so, it was so... Was it true? Up. It was so vimmed up that... Hearing so was it, it true? No, that's it, this is important. Honestly, was it true? Honestly, honestly, I feel as though... They spoke so passionately and all in the coordinates. It was like a, a, a cacophony. <laughs> that I was like, hey. Let me let me hear this again. That's that's the danger of groupthink. <laughs> the danger. And you know, do you know that? You know he shouts and he he's very uh, impassioned when he's speaking. Mm. Do you understand? Like he was converting people whilst as he was saying it. So I think Drake is like me. I mean, it's in the bud. Because this will do the wrongs. Everybody there saying J. Cole killed him. Like, why'd you let him start in the beginning? And even from the beginning, oh, he's killed him already. I don't know where that came from. No. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm up J. Cole, man. I love J. Cole. But I think his response was him feeling, yeah, yeah this wasn't my best, but I don't want it to be amplified. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want people to basically... Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. If he's got a different vision to everybody and he's cropped the algorithm and he still wants to tap in, tap, tap in with the youth, it's probably going to be the most streamed album on Spotify ever and all that. Drake might really not feel like that. But this is what I just told you just now. I this, mean, this is by design. But all the like, any it doesn't matter when when you're on a roll like that, yeah. When you're on a roll like that, when you're someone like Drake and how he's been moving, like your next move's always going to be your best move. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, we've been talking about the music for ages. The level of the music ain't been doing this as far as we're concerned. It's been doing this. That ain't stopped his sales. Everything he drops is the best seller. Everything he sells more every time. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, so that's not really a gauge. I, wait, wait, wait. I, I hear your, your point. But what I'm suggesting, what I'm positing is, I believe he could have still made music that I thought was wavy and still be doing more numbers. Yeah, he would have done do that. I think regardless of, decided, what the, regardless of what the music was, he's going to do these numbers. That's what I'm saying. So I, I shouldn't use that as a, well, he, he's successful. He'd be successful nonetheless. Do you understand? Regardless, he's, he's going to be successful. Mm. He could have even had that um, track with that uh, reggae, reggaeton. Bad Bunny or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He could still put that and he could still be wavy. Do you understand? Drip, drip that in. But the amount of flipping gobbledygook that was on there, I can't, this is not, this is not replay value. Do you understand? Yeah. And I'm, I'm certain these same, these same Drake stands, the young ones, 
they'll be screaming all the lyrics in the stand except for Aza he was still wisps of his his prior self I'm not around these I'm not around young people like that so I don't know what they'd be saying online a lot of the discourses I've seen is a lot of people ain't happy with it but again that must be Ekachuba yeah must be locked in it because I ain't seen the fanfare for this album I can see that it's doing numbers I heard that every song's number one two three four five six seven eight nine ten in the charts in every country in the world and all these things I've saw that but I haven't seen anybody that's loving it. You know what I mean? I haven't seen even no examples of it. I don't know where people are playing it. I don't know what songs are going off on the That's why he's angry because it, it's, it'll be frustrating as an artist to know you are just getting the views off the back of, hey, so what? Anybody's talking about this? Let me go and check it out. As opposed to, I'm, I'm repeating it because I love yeah. it. It happened in the rollout because... It's like what there was. There was no way that Scissor and Drake can drop a song, and that's the response that, that the world said that, Yeah, and it's true when you Not think about it. But at the same time, it was number. It's number one. It was number, like, do you get what I mean? Like, so it's. I, I don't know. It's all. It's all crazy. Like this new day and age. I can't keep up. I can't. I can't. I can't keep up. I don't know what's going on. I just know I like what I like, and something's either hot or it's not. You know what I'm trying to say? And we're old enough to know that. These kids are just young, dumb, full of calm. They don't know their front from their back. So just because they're all buying into it and it's selling off, that is not. I don't know why you went with that verse, but right, continue. Mm. Don't repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, though. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. They don't know their front from the back. That's not what it is. <laughs> 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 it went past, but don't, you don't know. It's, 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 I don't know what that means. Is it dirty? No, it's not that. I'm not. Tell her what. She... Don't do it. No, no, not, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me be specific. That thing that she thinks that we're talking about, tell her what it means, please. Oh, sorry, say it again. They don't know their front from the back. All right, just tell her. Just don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm just saying. They just don't know. Do you know if they're coming or going? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm, to, yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Carry on talking. <laughs> this is making me feel like I'm in the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I just so they could all jump onto it or the way these fads work and like I'm saying, like he man, he Drake's got the algorithm on lock, you know mm. what I'm trying to say? Like so just being able to cheat the game and being able to mi- 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 manipulate mm. unripe minds mm. is not necessarily a gauge of what's mm. good to me or not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's all. Yeah, I really want you to guess today this afternoon check out the Joe Budden I'm gonna watch it. on that because it was a thing. Do you understand? And when I watched it, I understood as to why is Drake went on Instagram and wrote all those things. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. In, in reading, I'm thinking, oh, he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have done that. Because you know what it is? Because Drake, what's his name? Not Drake, what's his name? Joe Budden. Like, you can't just be happy when people is, when it is the people are just lifting you up. And Joe Budden does do that. So the one time he gives a criticism, my thing is, I feel like you had that reaction because in your deepest heart as well, you definitely feel the same. You know you came up media with the album. So the fact that he's saying that he's... Like, it's like, it's like your worst fear is coming to light. Mm. So you have to just lash out. That was ridiculous. Mm. Did, was you, no agree, did you agree with anything Drake said? I think... Uh, yes and no. I mean, uh, both could be true, right? Uh, um, Joe Budden saying what he said and, and Drake pointing out certain things that he believed of Joe Budden. I don't know if it is that Joe Budden cares too much about him calling him a field rapper. I mean, that's a, like a tired trope, right? Mm. Joe Budden is the most non- very successful nonchalant as a media person in the vocal, world. Do you understand? Mm. Um, in my head, what is Drake going to do after yeah. this? Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, damn. What is Drake going to do? I want to see it as well. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, can you let them know? No, sorry, I don't know. Because he's distracted too much now. No, I'm right, listening sorry. to you. I'm back now. I'm back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's it's cool that um he has carved out something that he can um uh, sit behind for the foreseeable future because he has an active audience, right? And he's positioned himself in that in that manner. And he can make even more money, and I'm sure he has, than when it is that he was a rapper off the back of that. And credit to him. Mm. You understand? And no one could say he was a crap rapper. Mm. You understand? And as you said, he wasn't following certain industry like um, I guess paths to make this particular thing a, uh, a, a, a number one, number one, number one. Obviously, in, in my head, every single time it is, you go into the booth, you like, let, let me do just that, yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think he's, um, I think both things were true, to be honest. But it, he showed his panty a bit too much. But then again, you could say that's, that's Drake. out of course for Drake, right? True. Mm. I mean, he did say he's taking a break from music, so there was that. Who? Because he's ill, yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. seeing people react to that. I haven't, I haven't listened to the album, I'm not listening to it either. You listen to the J. Cole one. I, oh, I, of course, I would. I that. believe I believe that is the thing that hit him the worst. Mm. How now people are telling him, Yeah, they call yourself the goat, and then you let this man come and kill you on <laughs> your own track and you let him start. They really went in. Oh, J. Cole started, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they had a joke where they said, Um, because it was. The J. Cole and Drake's part was just kind of one verse, and then, and then Drake was like, "Okay, that's enough. Uh, uh, see you to your car. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye." And then he went back. And he said, "Oh crap, I can't leave it there. Let me add another bit onto it and try to basically, oh, um, yeah, <laughs> let me try to see what it is that you know I've, I've already lost." They really went in, like proper dissected it. Parks even got involved, he was giggling, <laughs> <laughs> and then Drake responded to Parks. He, he did you read that? No, and I did not. Yeah, he put up uh, a message to Pax on his Instagram. He's reading his feelings, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously Pax stands. Kimo said, "Nope, you could do your one." Not, not, not King. Yeah, not Pax, not Pax. No way. Yeah, was Pax going like that? Apparently so. No, he was involved in the because he called him Drake called him uh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just obviously just go on Twitter and you can see the response in it. That's so funny, man. But yeah. Big up J. Cole, though. He's been killing every verse, every feature. He's just not giving us an album. But the streets are waiting. Mm. All right. All right, that is it for me, in all honesty. Let's get into um, People's Journal. All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give the news from an economics point of view. So... First thing I wanted to talk about is um, Metro Bank. I mean, the other day we were talking about how Metro Bank is struggling, right? And how Sky News reported that they're looking to sell up three billion pounds worth of residential mortgages to stay afloat. Sky News was right about it. But in addition to that, Metro Bank has agreed a financing deal. So um, that kind of has strengthened their position right now. But basically what they're saying is um, they raised one billion pounds. Well, Metro Bank themselves, right? Um, but they also um, raised, I believe, I'm sorry. It basically, yeah, they raised 325 million pounds in new funding, and they and refinanced 600 million pounds of, of of the debt. So basically, nearly one billion pounds, basically, in um, has been raised by by Metro Bank, 925 million to be exact. Okay, people. Yeah, so they're looking. They're looking like okay. You know what? They they've kind of. Rectify the situation, yeah, man. Because they're the bank that gives everyone a chance. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. So it's, it's not it's not too bad for them. Um, also wanted to mention Wilco. Remember we spoke about Wilco being in a bad situation. 
Well, basically, that situation is coming to an end. Not in a good way. Basically, it's going to be the end of Rocco's. So they're looking to shut their doors on their last remaining high street stores for the final time. Um, yeah, it's, it's been 93 years that they've been in business, man. But 41 stores remain, and they are all going to be closing on Sunday. The shelves, if you go to Wilco's now, the shelves are pretty much bad. Like, nothing yeah, but you know what's mad? Their stuff is so dramatic. They've been <laughs> uploading TikToks mm. with the empty shelves, walking around, looking all sad and whatnot. Obviously, I know yeah. I know the fact that they're not with jobs, but like, it's not even that. They're just content. They've <laughs> just been cooking content in an empty store, and they're like looking all sad, sad background music, them slow songs in the background. I said, <laughs> stop it. Get a grip. They, they, they love their job, I guess, isn't it? That shop. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm tired now. But yeah, man. But like you rightly said, man, um, all those workers are going to be, well, they have been made redundant. So that's 12,500 12, workers. You know what I'm saying? Um, for those who don't know, we were speaking about this a few weeks ago. And um, yeah, man, they've pretty much collapsed because they've been hit hard by inflationary measures, man. And obviously competition for rivals and obviously some, cha- well, not obviously, but they ha- also had some challenges um, as it pertains to their supply chain as well. So... The, the administrators, PwC, they were called in, but talks between certain firms who were interested in trying to secure a deal, all of that basically collapsed. Yeah. And so, yeah, basically, long story short, um, they, they're pretty much done, man. That's it. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention is Labour. Obviously, um, we spoke about um, the Tories having a conference. Well, Labour's got a conference. Um, and Labour have unveiled plans to speed up infrastructure projects to drive growth and in- investment into the UK. Um, uh, what's it? In the Shadow Chancellor, Rachel Reeves, she's pretty much, during her speech, she was talking about um, overhauling plans, um, planning rules to speed up green energy and 5G projects. Um, they were talking about cutting regulations, which will unlock five, £50 billion a year in investment. Again, people say this all the time, in it, but hopefully if she's right and she's got her figures on point, the country definitely needs it, man. And I'm always about getting rid of certain regulations as well, man. There needs to be f- more freedom when it comes to businesses um, so that it, it just benefits the people, I believe, anyway, long term. Um, under these new plans, which were announced um, on Monday, well, today, um, Labour are looking to hire 300 new planners across the public sector and they're looking to rewrite planning guidance to speed up the process as well. Um, the planning, planning applications are going to be fast-tracked for battery factories, laboratories, and 5G infrastructure. So all those things that are pretty much fall in line to their overall plan that they feel will drive up growth and investment in this country, they're, they're looking to, 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 to roll that out ASAP. Um, so that's obviously a good thing. I was going to say that was a, I did say that as the last thing. The very last thing I did want to mention, though, is just that how people are kind of struggling with rent in Scotland. So there's a, there's a, there's a cap right now that um, certain landlords can't go above. But apparently there's this one one woman was talking about how her landlord has tried to increase the rent by 35%, which is crazy, right? But at the same time, he feels like he's justified because he feels like that's just a normal market rate. You know what I'm saying? And because of a loophole, he's been allowed to do that. So long story short, she has to move out because she can't increase the rate um, change from £520 a month to £700 a month. So yeah, man, a lot of things are... Are, are, are not going too well, man, at the moment. Obviously, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about, oh, there should be um, a rent cap as well. I, I, I personally, anyway, long story short, I don't think there should be because I, I don't think people are thinking about how that's going to impact the economy long term. You know what I'm saying? There'll be no incentive for people to actually build new properties and all this type of stuff. I think Keir Starmer had some sort of plan 
on the weekend or so, like a, a brief article on it. Um, I'll actually look more into that and maybe bring bring that out tomorrow. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the people's journey. There isn't too much that happened over the weekend, econo- um, economics-wise. Mm. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Let's get into our next headlines. All right, so trigger warning here, guys. And there's some grief in the British Virgin Islands after a police officer was found dead in a submerged vehicle. The deceased man has been identified as identified as police detective Paul France. He was a UK national with a cumulative service of more than 40 years of police services in the UK and the BVI, the British uh, Virgin Islands. According to the Royal Virgin Islands Police Force, earlier um, that day when they found him, which I believe was yesterday, and officers responded to a report of a submerged vehicle in a waterfront area close to Queen Elizabeth II Park. Upon their arrival, they discovered a white vehicle fully submerged in the, in, the, in the water. The public, showing remarkable solidarity, immediately assisted both the police and the fire officers at the scene. After a period of effort, unfortunately, they noticed an unresponsive male inside the vehicle, and the lone male occupant was later recovered from the vehicle and obviously declared deceased. The Commissioner of Police, Mark Collins, conveyed his heartfelt condolences to Detective France's family and expressed his gratitude to the members of the public who lent their support during that devastating incident. Next headline, oh, well, pardon me, the last headline, um, holdalls containing a significant quantity of cocaine have washed up at a seaside beauty spot in England. Durdle Door on Dorset's Jurassic Coast is beloved for its famous art-shaped um, rock formations, while St. Aldheim's um, Point along the coast is a popular boating destination. But recently, as I'm about to go into, according to the National Crime Agency, the NCA, they were subject of they were the subject of a surprising discovery when a fisherman discovered hundreds of kilos of cocaine floating off the coast. A second batch was found on a beach by litter pick <clears throat> litter pickers on the west coast of the Isle of Wight on Saturday. The cocaine is believed to have come from South America. Police are now trying to contact one of the one of the group. It was a man in his 60s who found the, the drugs. Senior investigating officer Tracy Lake from the NCA um, said, "We believe this is a significant amount of Class A drugs, which would have been which would have originated in South America. A loss of a consignment of this size would represent a significant hit to the criminal networks involved." Hampshire's Assistant Chief Constable Stuart Murray said, we have been supporting the ongoing investigation with searches across the West White today after a number of packages were discovered this morning by a group who were out litter picking. What would you have done if you found the cocaine? Call you up. (laughs) (laughs) Smart man. Smart man. Smart man. We'll make that TMB building overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for the headlines. No problem. Right. Time to pay the bills. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's get to the reaction. Uh, let me just show you guys this. Um, Margs apparently vibes. He wants you to see this. Is there her singing? Don't even make no suggestions. Oh, ah, look I, at that. I ain't surprised. It's because you ain't sang. Look at God. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Uh, it was Drake talking about being Jamaican and being from the islands and trying to. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> do you think, is he uh, one of your people? Hey, Drake? Mm. That man don't know who he is. He doesn't yet. It's about. Anyway. I mean, but if you're going to embrace the island, man, you know what it is? The Caribbean people got a different kind of spirit, man. Sometimes it takes you over, man. So. Yeah, he doesn't need back from his front. <laughs> 
the cover's on. All right, let's get into our boxing, you know, our, our, our resident boxing enthusiast. Let us know what went down on the weekend. Yeah, that was a big fight, man. Lee Wood, who's a WBA featherweight champion for the world. He was fighting Josh Warrington. Josh Warrington is a serious guy. Oh, to be fair to him. They didn't expect him to retain his belt, did they? They didn't. They didn't. Although, to be fair, it was more so like a 50-50. I say that because Warrington has um, the experience, but he's been, like, he's lost a few of his recent fights. Okay. And he's kind of on the decline. Lee Wood, for some reason, this guy just keeps coming from behind. Like, this fight was just like the fight I saw of Lee Wood versus, um, I think his name's Conlon or something like that. Irish guy. When I say this Conlon guy boxed circles around Lee Wood for 12 rounds, I think it was the 12th round anyway, got knocked out. And really stopped him in the seventh, this one? Yeah, he stopped um, Warrington in the seventh. Oh, when he was round. losing? Completely. Lee Wood, first two rounds in this fight, doing well, kept him at bay with the jab. Um, off, no, he's a southpaw. Was doing all right. Warrington, third round, took over. From then to when he got knocked out, it was all Warrington. Lee Wood just looked like he had no chance. I was thinking, how the hell did you even get this belt? But then I remember the fight he had against Conlon. And then when he knocked him out, I was like, there you go. This is how he does it. It's kind of like Wilder. He's not as basic as Wilder. He can fight. Like, he's got more skill to him. But it was very one-sided from that third round. And just like um, the fight against Conlon as well. But Lee Wood, he's a durable guy, man. Because he was taking some punishment. But um, again, he's a durable guy, and, and this is the reason why he's a champion. So yeah, man, knocked out just Warrington um, in the seventh round, like you said. Ref- I, I personally, I feel like Warrington could have continued, especially for a championship fight. Yeah, I think he waved off at like eight. He just thought, nah, like there's enough of this in it. But, but I, his legs were still wobbly, though. To be fair, I understand why he stopped it, but I think if I was the ref, I would have allowed him another try at least, just to get another. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because the championship belt, and this is the last opportunity, I think, for Warrington. I don't think <coughs> he's going to get another chance at a belt. Because mm. he's on the decline, man. He lost against Lee Wood. He lost, I think, the last two fights prior to this as well. I think so. And, um, yeah, man. But it was How a good fight. How did he get a title if he lost his two prior fights? Um, it was a weird one. Oh, what happened again? Oh, gosh. I can't, I can't remember the sequence. But basically, he lost... Oh, he lost to one guy... Oh, it's, it's, I can't remember. He lost the one... Oh, what's his name? Is it Maurizio? He lost the one guy anyway, right? That same guy beat Lee Wood. Lee Wood beat him, got the belt back. That guy fought Warrington. Beat Warrington. Warrington was meant to fight him. No, sorry, that guy was meant to fight Lee Wood, I think. But something happened, and then Warrington, I think, got the call up. It was some, some weird something. Okay, okay. I can't okay. remember exactly how it went. But basically, yeah. It was one of those fights where I don't think it was meant to happen um, like that. But, yeah, it happened. and It was a good fight. It was good while it lasted, to be fair. I feel for just Warrington. Because, to be fair, he was hurt. He was hurt badly um, with that shot. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't meant to be, man. But, yeah. All right, then. And, and um, obviously, football news. It was a big weekend of football. You get me? So, one of the biggest, man. Uh, in a while. Well, for the season. Mm. United won? 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't mean that. I don't mean shit. I really like the results you got since you don't want to know since you're dying for it. <laughs> <laughs> Spurs. Um, Tottenham Hotspur beat Luton Town one 0 and they were a man down as well. Mm-hmm. Kasuma got sent off. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's such an idiot. You know? mm-hmm. I'd be livid with him if that was my player. Mm. Two yellow cards in quick succession. The second one was for um, what's the word? Bane and um, what they called it? Diving, basically. Yeah. Assimilation. Assimilation. There you go. The second was for simulation. The ref was right to do it as well because it was just cheeky and rude. It was like, mm. rude boy, are you an idiot? You know mm. what? Get off my pitch, man. Mm. I hear him. Um, but they still, they still won them, man. Yeah, they still done their thing, man. Yeah. Angeball, man. Still top of the league. Mm. Thank God. Um, Chelsea came back from 1-0 down to beat Burnley 4-1. Mm. Everton beat Bournemouth 3-0. Fulham beat Chef United 3-1. Who broke their leg? Did you see that? What was his name? Is it Basham? One of the worst leg breaks I've seen. I don't want to watch that. Oh, I'm sure it was in the Fulham yeah, Triple game. Am I going crazy or not? If I'm wrong, sorry, people. Um, Man United came back to beat Brentford 2-1 from the depths, scoring two goals in um, injury time. I think it was like 93rd and 97th minute or something like this. Guys are doing well, man. Well, big up Scott McTominay, though. We needed that because... Before that, it was an absolute shit show. And then um, there was a nil-nil thriller at Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest. And then on a Sunday, the games was all right on a Sunday, actually. Um, Liverpool just scraped a draw against Brighton, Hove, Albion. They should have won it in the depths. Jao Pedro just lost all composure. I think he shinned it. I think he hit it over. It was a cutback with just him bearing on goal. Alisson was there. I thought that was it. I thought he was going to bring it back to three. 3-2. Um, but no, nah, that was a 2-2 draw. Newcastle, high mighty Newcastle, smashed up PSG midweek. Struggle with West Ham on the weekend. I mean, this West Ham's is, a good team though, man. Uh, but I love this league. What, good as, good, as good as PSG? On their day. <laughs> <laughs> on their day. Come on. I think Kudos with the 89th minute equaliser. Um, Wolverhampton and Aston Villa drew 1-1. I was surprised about that. A lot of draws. And then there was nearly four draws in a row on a weekend, but in the depth, in the um, remaining minutes of the game, Martinelli struck a ball towards goal, hit Nathan Ake in the face, the deflection wrong-footed the goalkeeper, Arsenal pulled up with the winner, showed resilience, strength, determination. Congratulations, good on them. You know who you don't need to thank? Jono. You lot won that game because of Jono. So my brother and John walked into the bar, came about to start, and he's like, oh, yeah, i got money on this game, man. I was like, oh, how much are you going to win? He's like, oh, yeah, 350 or something like that. I was like, why? Wow, what you put on? He's like, oh, City to win, man. Evens had to take it. I'm like, what? He supports Arsenal. He's an Arsenal fan, by the way. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he put £140 on Man City to win. He was like, what, evens Man City? Got to be done. I'm saying, what kind of fan are you? He's like, brother, I'm not going to lie, man. I'd rather just take the money, boom, 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 boom. I said, rude boy. You know your money's not coming home, innit? <laughs> like, this was just before a ball got kicked. Mm. I'm saying, like, you can't do things like this. You know your money's not coming home, innit? He's like, no chance, man. We was watching first 10, 15 minutes... 
City looked decent and that. Arsenal was looking nervous first half hour. And my average was like, oh, don't worry, John, man, your money's safe. And the game was playing and I'm like, nah. Mm. I'm like, nah. His money ain't safe. Even if City don't win, there's going to be a draw. Like, like Arsenal are taking something out of this. So, wasn't really surprised to see them do it. Um, how do you feel about your performance, Brent? Yeah. Um, but the draw started shaky. No, we no, won. Arsenal won. Okay. We won. Like I said, uh, hey, this position has changed over the years. This season, I'm confident. I, t- I think I told you that. Mm. I'm going into games now very optimistic. And if it is that we turn up, confident, bro. Confident. Did you ever feel nervous at any point? Then? No. no. But I was watching the game, and even though he's like won and he's like done well, I just feel like, well, me personally, I was just looking and just feeling like, this is why it's tough, and this is why everybody's just always going to be, not, I don't, like everybody's just always going to be up against it because, like, I'm watching this game. I Like I said it, I said it, I believe Arsenal could take something from this game, whether they draw or whether they win, <coughs> granted, because Arsenal have come, on, come a long way in their proper outfit now. But I'm still watching two teams where one's clearly better than the other. Didn't you feel like that? No, I didn't. Um, well, in parts, but that's the ebb and flow of a game between two titans. Yeah, but no, but you and could be you could a be titan at this point in time. I guess you are. You could be in a game and be able to hurt a team and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. But yeah. it's like it's the it's like heavyweight boxing. The better fight could lose, like on any given time. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. Like there was no point when I'm watching this game and I'm like, raw Arsenal are ready for them or better than them. No, if no, I, 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 I didn't. I wasn't watching it thinking that we were better than them. I was watching it thinking, all right, we don't have um, Martinelli. Don't have Saka. <coughs> Sorry, we don't have Saka. Um, we're they playing with Jorginho. The, they didn't have the Brian or Rodri though. But I, I hear that. Don't, if, this, if, it, if you for you to bring up Martinelli and Saka, you can't hear it. But no, it I, is what it is. No, I said I hear that. You didn't okay. know what I was going afterwards. It had but to be. I know it had to be, but, it had to be but you know after you said I hear that. You know what I thought I was going because <laughs> I believe that they are still going to play another team and smash them even if they don't have um, De Bruyne and um, Rodri. Our defence, I am so confident in our defence that I'm not going in thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to get tumped. Mm. I'm so confident in that. And that um, solidity that that provides us, if our midfields are ticking, if Odegaard turned up and he, in the beginning, he wasn't there. Do you understand? I mean, even our keeper was moving a bit shaky in the beginning, right? I feel like the only player on that pitch worth talking about at an Arsenal standpoint. Well, obviously, he's all done well this game. I think I would say, for me personally, from what I saw watching that game, would be Saliba. Rice. And Rice. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel, who's talking about? Nah, every time I got to Gabriel, it just stopped. Like, he was just, he kept going and all that, but it's just like, you was playing football and then it would get to Gabriel and it would just stop. It was just constantly doing the wrong thing or just not doing enough or whatever it may be. I wasn't happy with Gabriel's performance. Maybe him plugging away and you like that tenacity and these things. Sorry, you're talking about Jesus? Oh, sorry. Gabriel Jesus. The centre-back Gabriel. Yes. My bad. That's all right. Yeah, he was all right, I guess. Yeah, yeah he was brilliant. Brilliant. But anyway, um, so when it is obviously Patty came on, um, I thought it was a, a great um, sub set of subs it was beautiful and they were obviously they all combined to actually score the goal which is amazing I love Martellini man I love him and I'm so so happy that Did we know hello good morning yeah hello was you really just going to do that 
This is Frenchy. Oh, okay, Frenchy. He was gonna tag tag him once I finished talking. <laughs> he yeah, would be patiently. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, sorry, Frenchy. Good morning. Um, give us your thoughts, please. Your line messed up again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was worried. I need to cook, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you can cook. Oh, you can cook. oh who are you kidnapped today? Mm-hmm. Wait, let me call again. Yeah. <laughs> that voice yeah, is cold. Just... How's he not doing that on purpose? Like that's an accident. <laughs> Like, and how is it always every time you call? That was on purpose. It sounds like yeah, a photo. Is it better now? Yeah. We talked about the, the water in France. Is it the phones are the same, right? <gasps> what happened? Is it, is it better now? Remind me to talk about bed bugs in the end, please. Yes, it is better. Thank you. You're on the Victoria line as well. They beat me. They literally beat, um, bit me. Sorry. What? I got bit. Sorry, right, Frenchie. You said it crawled No, I did. Her, her no, don't you. De- like, I'm throwing my phone at you. Don't you de- Where? De- on my ass cheek. Where was you? <laughs> on, uh. on the underground. You're trying to shit. I promise you on everything. You I, got- told, I told Brent, yeah, on Saturday. He laughed at me. On Sunday, Crystal, my friend Crystal, sent me a video. And actually, they are in London. Yeah, so you owe me an apology. No. No. You owe me an apology. No, no. Why not? Sorry. I, the two things may not be connected at all. They are. You don't know if it is that you got Brent. Nobody knows the bomb more than been, I do. Have you been <laughs> have you been bitten by a bed bug before? No. Do you know what it looks like? It looked like what it looks like my cheeks. Alright. Cheek. Okay. I googled it. That's how I knew it was that's how I knew it was it was that. I had to I actually had to Google it. Yeah, it could just be like a little like thing in it. Might. Go on. Sorry, Frenchy, Frenchy go on. Sorry, Frenchy. Nah, it's cool. It's good. Just when we nah, said I, was, that. I just called you. I could... Because I, I heard Margs yeah, and I was like, yeah, you're chatting rubbish, man, because this is, in fact, what I feel like is a performance that I needed or Arsenal fans needed that we're going to win the league. Um, it was a we had... performance, but what you thought? It was a dogged performance. It was a, it was a disciplined performance. It was, it was exactly yeah. what you would yeah. want and like, but you thought it was a performance where you looked at yourself and thought you were any better than City, footballing-wise. 100%. I feel okay, we haven't well, beaten... Delusion, everybody's in C- entitled to their own delusions. Go off, King. Yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't beaten City in about 12 games. So today um, today was a day. Uh, our best literally attacker was injured. Our second best attacker was injured. So, and didn't play, they didn't start the game. So with the team that we were able to put and the fact that we aren't even like settled yet, our first team hasn't even settled. Like, um, as you said... yeah. Odegaard hasn't started playing properly well. Saka hasn't really like cooked properly. He's been in and out. Jesus hasn't even played up front for. I think he hasn't started up front all season. And obviously Martinelli's been injured for a couple of games. Bro, we we played ten games. We haven't lost one. Like we're, we're literally the fact, that, the fact that if we're gonna highlight performances, it will be your DMF and your two centre backs speaks to the type of games yeah, I had, uh, bro. So yeah. I ain't say I don't, and, like, um, I don't know what you was watching. I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy about it at all either, but. I don't know what he was watching. Nah, but what, what I would say is, yeah, as you said, yeah, um, you know, uh, Bondi, it's like a little town in Paris. Mm. It's where Mbappe's from, yeah? But the real, and obviously he's a king of, of there because he's from there, but the real king, William Saliba, he's also from there. He is, the, I can't I can't lie, the best centre-back in the world, man, right now. And obviously you'll be, it's too early. Nah, it's not too early. The guy is too clear, man. Too composed. Doesn't let anything phase him. Haaland, yeah? I don't know if you watched the game. Bro, there was one time where he's about to literally go on 1v1, 
guy got barged to the uh, yeah, grass. Yeah, good game. Just forget the last time they bucked each other. Like, boy, they're just erasing that. Like, it's back and forth, isn't it? Like, I mean, didn't play, just, didn't, you just, just Harlem like, receipts. Yeah. So, do you want me to go and show you footage of Harlem ragdolling, ragdolling him? Like, don't do that. Like, well, so well, you, well, got, well, you got short well, memory. Well, last time. Huh? No, I, um, the first this game. Harlan got an XG of 0.00. The last game, Community Shield, Harlan got an XG of 0.00 again. The last game you were talking about, it was holding, wasn't it? Saliba. Saliba, whenever he plays, is composed. He's the best. And yeah, man, we need to hype him up more because guys get too much prop because they play for United or City, blah, blah, blah. But Saliba's a real deal, man. But yeah. You better go and win the league, man. Go and win it, yeah, man. Yeah, facts. No, big facts, oh, man. man. This go is like it. man. Anything less, win or, <laughs> win or bust, man. Win or bust. You don't feel pressure anymore. You changed. Your I, mindset's no, changed. Yeah, you should I'm, have the expectation of this. I'm not this should be pressured at all. I did tell you at the beginning of the season, or at the end of the last, I expect that we will continue our form or even get better going into the next season. I told you that, and you said impossible. Yeah, I did. We are not even going to make fourth. I don't think Now your, your saviour, your, your king, your god... Never we seen you guys aren't even gonna make fifth. Yeah, but that's because eight games in, like hindsight, everybody's got beautiful vision. It's only eight games in as well, so mm. we'll see where I go on. You just saying we haven't started cooking yet. Hmm? We haven't started cooking yet. Yeah, you started flopping yet either. Amen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Amen. I'm just saying. Peaks and trust. You're mid table, bro. Of course you haven't started cooking. <laughs> Boy, we're only eight points off it, so Oh. That's the early eight. It's been eight oh. games. Huh? Oh. That's lag. It's been eight games, bro. Who you got? Oh, no. We got and then we have Chelsea weeks. next, right? So you got Chelsea next. So you got draw against Chelsea and we beat Chef U. You will be like six off it. We'll be like... like it's not that... It's too, it's too early. Let's get to through the third. Do a third of the season first before you start seeing how it's going to pan out. I think this is a great marker. Us actually beating... There's 30 games City. left. No, I'm just talking... I'm not talking about in... Light of winning the league, I'm talking about this demon that was in front of us. No, you did it. You done it. That's all that matters, man. So hats off to you, but I had a question. I had a question. You see, obviously, you're, you're, I watched Phil Finney and you said the best player in the world, in your opinion, was Rashford. What's been going on for the last couple of weeks about your boy Rashi, man? Who said that? You, man. You, you rate Rashford. When did I say that? When he was. Oh, when he was, you said it. He's been the best player in the world before, yeah? Exactly, when he was. Currently on form. Oh, okay. After the World Cup, and he went on that run of games, scoring goals, is a purple patch. It doesn't count for nothing. At that period of time, he was one. He was the most dangerous and feared player on the planet. And that's what he was. Probably apart from, say, like, Haaland or whatever. So my United bias goes in there. But he was cooking. So you want me to say, why did I say a man was cooking when he was cooking? The answer is, no, because no, he I'm was saying, cooking. I'm genius. Saying, oh, right. Give him a mess. All right. I'm saying, I'm saying, well, you Damn. Huh? How, how do you feel he's doing that, genius? <laughs> <laughs> Should have got horns for that, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, if you want me to point out the obvious, he, he, he sucks at the minute. <laughs> well, what do you want to do, man? Like? <laughs> <laughs> right, get off the phone, Frenchie, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling Thank me, man. Thank you very man. much for calling me. Salut, salut, salut. All right. Oh, he said salut. Salut. Oh. Good to see the Arsenal fans are jubilant in high spirits, man. That's what we love to see, man, on a Monday morning, man. 
Yeah. So big up user, man. You've done well, man. You're not quite top of the league yet. North London is currently still white, but I'm sure you are working on that. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah, go and like the video, please. I don't know what kind of numbers we're on, but if Esther ain't happy, I ain't happy, so. That's right. That's what it is. Go and like the video, please. Just quickly stop whatever you're doing. Actually, I'll give you like 10 seconds. I'm not counting you guys. Count me. I am five, <laughs> four, <laughs> three, two, one. And there we have it. How <laughs> funny you are. <laughs> you know, somebody sent me a message and said, I think Gina really likes mugs, you know. Oh, no. Well, as a person, of course. Wait, oh, no, as in wait, fans do people think, mugs. Do people think that the TDA line is a secure line? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, whatever gets Can shared, imagine, like, always gets shared. It gets shared, yeah. ho. So what do you mean? Oh, what? They actually think that yeah, you're for real. Oh, it's fancy. real, real. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. No, it's because she actually likes you. Go, you you guys even do Yeah, I actually like mugs as a, like... You're very lovable, man. As a human being. So yeah, he's very likable. He's a very likable character. Yeah. You get it misconstrued. What do you mean, nah? No, I, I responded saying <laughs> she has a, a penchant for um, warlords. Oh. Can I just say what kills me, though? Can I be honest? Every time I see the hashtag Ragnar Lothbrok, I scream. Yes. <laughs> I literally scream because yes. it's in every yes. single thing. And you I see that like... same spirit of um, Viking in him. No, but that's yes. what makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 Too funny. Young Ragnar. Literally. All right, well, today's done at air. He's been on there for a while, and I didn't really, I never really wanted to talk about him, but we've actually a change of pace today. Trigger warning. Um, This would be like sexual assault or something, maybe. I don't know what, what he's done. He's a GP. Put this guy up, Brent, for me, please. Can you see the GP? Because we should just name. I hate when there's GPs and stuff, you know. Same. Yeah, these GPs are just like, you know what it is? Obviously, like, everybody's got to work, innit, yeah? And you don't know who people are behind closed doors, innit? Mm -hmm. So front-facing, they could be GPs, they could be window cleaners, they could be retail workers. But behind closed doors, they can actually be sex pests and perverts. And this man's getting in trouble because I think he's taking gal from Hinge, bringing them into the GP, bringing them, in and, and bringing them into the practice and just slamming them up and things. That's wild. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah. As a date? Yeah, like... What? Is he homeless <laughs> or something? Huh? Is he homeless? Nah, he just he outside. He has access to the GP. He's the doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, but he's maybe like he hasn't got home like a, to have sex in. Like a fantasy that he's looking to oh, give Oh, yeah. Like maybe. Yeah, call me doctor. He's doing a lot. He's going off. Apparently, he's been... Um, I think he was troubling staff. Oh, I think okay. he'd been... I think he was even linking one of the staff. I know he's like he's been doing stuff in some of the rooms. He walks around with his flyers done That's out. So he's been disgusting. touching touching genitals, oh. touching his genitals, touching other females' genitals. He's just all around touching his. All of this. He's just all around nastiness. Give me you get me? Dirty pants. Proper little dirty pants. You you get me? He's just nasty. What's fucked up though is that the girl that blew him up, I think, is because he was dating her for two years and then there was a problem. She said, Round him up, boys. He condoning, they always condoning man's fucker into his beast. That's oh, what I don't And like. that's what I, I mean, that's wild. She's, a, she's, she's delighted too. You get me? All of a sudden, he's a pervert. All of a sudden, now he's a pervert. You were saying that were sucking him off in the office. Okay. Do you get me? But I digress. Silly girl. I think it was for two years, and I think um, he started lying 
I think she wanted to go on a date or he was going to break up with her. And I think he lied and said like his mother had a stroke. You get me? Oh, yeah. I think she just kept having strokes. You get me? And after too many strokes, I think the alarm bell started. Mm. And he's like, is this bitch really having strokes? You Are you just saying that? Are you just saying that? You get what I'm trying to say that? You're lying to me. You get what I'm trying to say that? And then... What That's she... wild though. Mm. He's a doctor and he couldn't think of, he couldn't think of more illnesses. Gosh. Can't get the stuff, man. Yeah, so I think they were just saying like he these these them excuses were deliberate. You get me mm. to allow him to juggle the other women that he was seeing instead. You know what I'm trying to say that. So once she realized he was a player, um, yeah, she just blew it all up. You know what I'm trying to say that. And um, yeah, basically he's a sicko, but you don't need to be careful because this is what I'm trying to say. These are the people that are entrusted to look after us, and you just never know. You just never know. When trouble in there, I don't know what the telltale signs are. I don't know what advice to give you or how to help you, but I'm always here to name and shame. So Thomas Plimmer, 40, from wherever you are, you get me. He's got allegations um, over half a dozen women, including a vulnerable colleague. I don't even know what vulnerable colleague means, but yeah, he's in Swindon. He's got stay woke, man. He's got, um, yeah, he had a vulnerable colleague. He was... Apparently forcing for weekly sex sessions in the GP practice. So sometimes you could be sitting on his chair and it could just have been freshly soiled. This is crazy. But um, yeah, I just wanted to name and shame him. He's a piece of shit and he is well and truly done out here. He's like, stay woke, man. Don't trust these doctors. Boy. Let's get into our outro. <coughs> I liked it. Like a, a bubble thing with the... That was really nice. Did you see that earlier? I don't know how that came up. I thought you did it on purpose. Do you and I said, oh, that's very lovely. Is that the same thing happened before? No, the, the, I didn't see the greenery at the back, but I did see the bubble thing earlier. Before? Yeah. I didn't do that. I don't know what that is. I need to find out, though. That was being hacked. That was... It was really, really cool. Did you not see it when it happened? I said... I saw it just now. Oh! Oh, no. This is the second time, then. It was up earlier. Wait, are you talking about this? No, it was a bubble. This is mine. <laughs> no, it was like a. You know how kids love to yeah, blow saw, bubbles. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And it had a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone is what... hacking us and doing great things, so that's good. Yeah, it's fine. So out please what respond is. to the bubble and kindly like the video. Thank you very much. But thank you guys for tuning in. Great start to the week. We appreciate you for tuning in. As I said, like the video, share the video, do all that stuff. We've been posting a lot on our social media as well. So if you could please, please, please. Put those on your stories and comment, like, all that stuff. Did it come up again? I'm looking for it. Oh. Um, also, big up our researchers every single time, honey. Big up our researchers. Follow us on our social media. Thank you very much. Follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB, on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. And if you would like to send your dilemmas in, the number is 75 I wonder if that woman from last week spent the weekend having that tough decision, um, that tough conversation. Girl, we waiting on you. I'm waiting on you, at adult. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, if you would like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. Stay woke, okay? Because bedbugs out here eating people's asses on a train <laughs> ship. Stay woke. Stay flipping woke. I couldn't believe it. I had to immediately apply Savlon and all sorts. I said, excuse me. <sighs> Yeah, whatever you was wearing that day, just make sure you inspect it, inspect it and go and wash it in a high heat because these people, these things travel and... Yeah, oh my gosh. They...
Yeah. It's making me itch. Just yeah, I'm going to. It was just not it, man. It was our, It was two bites as well, you know. Not even no, so greedy. Yeah, like, at least one of these, each ass chick. What uh, am I saying? Eat bum. It, just, it was just both. Anyway, stay woke. Protect your cheeks. At all costs. All costs. See you tomorrow. Peace.